the pencil. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Rose Podcast, episode 137. Yes, sir. We's taking off on S4. I'm not really vibing with this. <laughs> I don't like the fact that we didn't do no music. Explain yourself. Well, if you're watching the visual podcast, hello. But if you're listening, mm-hmm. if you're watching the visual podcast, then you probably don't, you're not affected by this at all. But we got an email from Spotify, like, I feel like a week ago or something like that, where they're not vibing with us putting music in the... In the intros anymore, and they trying to take our podcast off of uh, Spotify. Just specific episodes. They like, yo, take this copywritten stuff out, and, or you can keep it up there. So we like, you know what? It's something that we should have did at the start of S four. To be completely honest, we should have just nicked it at the beginning of S four. But now we just like have to nick it. Now we had to pull the the scenes and the music off the intro. I'm not fucking with that at all. Yeah, I told Terrence. Now this is my thing. You can't just use people's music. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We be just doing it because fuck it, but now that it's becoming a thing, like we said for um, season four, we wanted to kind of like streamline our content and just get out of some of the loopholes that we kind of been in, and that's kind of one that it was cool, but as you can see, you can't just use people's shit. Nah, yeah. So as opposed to having to do that, and then look, most of you motherfuckers watch on YouTube now anyway, so you ain't even getting that part, so I, the risk... Didn't outweigh, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the risk wasn't, it wasn't worth the, whatever the fuck they say, risk, reward, or something. Yeah. And if you're watching the channel, hit the subscribe button, dog. I think we got, what, five, of five thousand fans on this thing. Five thousand subscribers, you fuck know how, with me, bruh. You know how hard it is to monetize on YouTube now? Nah, you I gotta, haven't had a new channel in a minute. What, you gotta have 10,000 followers? You gotta have a thousand subscribers, so and you gotta have... 4,000 watch hours or something like that. That's different shit. Back well, in the day. Y'all get our numbers up there. What the, look, what the fuck y'all doing? You know how people shit on their fans? Fuck y'all doing? <laughs> y'all not hitting the like button. Nah, no bullshit. But, but what's the first thing that you that you want to get into? How was your weekend? How about that? How about we start with that? Coming into February, it's Black History Month. <laughs> y'all don't think it's weird that Terrell asked me how my weekend was last week. This coming out on the weekend. Yeah. How was your week? I'll say that. Not right, weekend, week. but how was your week? B-A-N. I think I had a good week. I think my week was good. I think my week has been eventful also. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like my sleep schedule falling off, though. My sleep Man. Schedule, my sleep schedule gutter right now. Nah, this week spanked my, my sleep schedule. I've been going to sleep 3, 4 a.m. and then getting yeah. up late. My sleep schedule is dumb. But... Yeah, my sister went back home. Um, shout out to her. But her being here always fuck up my sleep schedule mm-hmm. even more. So with everything that I had going on, definitely my sleep schedule was toast. I felt like some of these days just went like that, you know? But um, yeah. I'm in a good mood. I feel like it's been a lot of shit that's been happening during the week, too, as far as, like, you know? And you know what? We went to brunch on Sunday. <sighs> that I was cool. about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's why I asked this bitch. I be hitting brunch, though. That's Terrell's first brunch. I be at brunch. That was not my first brunch. So that was your first brunch since since Ryan Rashad was here? Nah, That my, was your first first one? Terrence, no, it was not. We went to brunch with Kales. We went to Harlot literally a, a month oh, ago. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. 
You just literally just be brunching all the time. I don't do that. Brunching all the time? I'm not going to say that. Your boy just hit hit brunch. <laughs> it was fun, though, man. that joint looking around new. We was out. <laughs> it's always fun to go out, go out and go to brunch. Let me just tell you, my food was bomb. And we starting now. I don't give a fuck. I had some barbecue wings. Shout out to Harlot in D.C. Dope little chill spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was our second time going. The first time I went, them salmon cakes third I had. Third time. Third time? That's our third time. First time we went with the with the boys. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. It was my second time eating. First time I went, them salmon cakes wasn't that. They weren't really that good. It felt like it felt like a salmon cake that oh, well, you, you take. To, oh, it was a salmon cake. Yeah. yeah. Did you know the burgers you take and you got to take the little white paper off each side and then cook that motherfucker okay, frozen? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it tastes like. But this time I went, they ain't let the me The salmon nuggets they had was fire. Those was good. But I had the salmon stuff. cake, which was really just a patty. They should have called it salmon patties. If somebody said they're going to give you a patty, yeah. you know they must, somebody back there did that. Nah, yeah, the way they made it. <laughs> yeah. The salmon nuggets I had last time was dope. What did I get, Terrell? I got the shrimp and grits. That was fire. Shrimp and grits. The buffalo cauliflower was too much. That shit was heat. Oh, first of all, I don't much. know. You gotta be careful. The, you're supposed to. That's the thing. The, the mistake people make is they drown the cauliflower in the buffalo sauce. It should be well seasoned, and you should just be able to drizzle it and then do Fuck ranch. That. That's not even why. I'm eating that shit. Keep talking. I'm gonna turn this. And thing. then halfway through, I'm like, this shit busting. That shit was like eating some chicken strips. You know what I'm saying? Like boneless wings. And I'm like, all right, this shit slamming y'all. Like, then look, I got to the very last piece. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm going to cut this joint in half. Because, you know, I'm not trying to be at brunch with a messy face. Trying to stuff my mouth. You know what I'm saying? And then you looking for the knack. I'm not trying to do that. But uh, I did that. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me. Let me uh, I didn't give a damn. I was in that joint eating bar- barbecue. I had to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. It was ridiculous. And look, the funny thing is, I'm like, all right, this shit, this shit busting like some boneless wings. You know what I'm saying? I cut the little the last piece in half, and I looked at the inside, and I'm like, "You remember on King Kong when he saw the girl, and it wasn't the white joint he really wanted?" Uh-huh. That's kind of how I felt. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Then I said, "Oh yeah, damn, this cauliflower." Yeah, you should have wings. I fell they into wings. a look, but I fell into a. Think about the bullshit. I could just be eating some cauliflower, right? But they got me eating buffalo cauliflowers on my plate, looking like a like a. Like I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings or some shit. Is that not weird? Nah, yeah, that is weird. And look, I cut into the middle of the joint. And I'm like, damn, that ain't chicken on the inside. And I, I'm like, damn, I totally forgot I'm eating cauliflower. Only reason I bring it up, because I know you said something about vegans, right? Like you, you had something that you said about vegans. And that, to me, is like, nah, see, I'm I rock fooling with myself thinking it tastes like chicken and look like chicken. Oh, it's cauliflower? I fuck with, nah, with I fuck with the Buffalo cauliflower. Vegans, I think I... I they living a good, they're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing about vegans. Shout out to all the vegans out there. But y'all just need to stop being so damn annoying. And the reason why I say that, I'm not going, I'm, I'm sorry to generalize. But I don't know if y'all seen my tweet. I saw Ooh. somebody that had on a Make Vegans Great Again hat. Bright red. First of all, I thought, I thought he was a Trump supporter. Yeah. Because anybody that wears a Make Anything Better Again hat, I'm just on site. I think you're a Trump supporter. Because I'm not about to read your hat. Yeah. But since I did think that, I read the nigga's head and it says, make vegans great again. First of all, y'all just started this whole thing on a public stage for real. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Make, make, make it great. This is my thing. 
Y'all can't just do that. And this is what, in my experience, that I've experienced with vegans. Y'all can't just do it. Because it's my like, thing. I can't even eat my six-piece nugget in peace without you saying, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. you know what? And this is my thing. It's not always the ridicule part that's annoying with vegans. It's just what they do. And y'all doing the right thing. I mean, preface that by saying that they're doing the right thing. They're making a healthier decision. We was all out about a month ago. Me, Don, Jason. You know, me and Donald got the salmon. This okay. nigga, Jason. Salmon this, is, is vegan. No, it's not. Oh, well, you're right. Never mind. You, well, you, you didn't get me. meat. You just got salmon, yeah. So me and Donald got the salmon, right? I get, I'm going to tell you exactly what I got. I got a salmon, broccoli, and I got loaded mash. Mashed potatoes with the cheese, bacon crumble, a little blue cheese. If they could put that in there, if, if you go somewhere nice, they ain't have blue cheese. But I got loaded mash. This nigga Jason orders two sides of broccoli and two sides of rice. So they bring what? me and Don's plates, and they bring this nigga this four nigga saucers. Bowls. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I'm not sitting next to this motherfucker right yeah, here. like, what is going on? You good? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> He was you like, you couldn't get a pasta? He was like, bro, I don't eat none of that stuff, bro. I don't eat nothing. It's like, you just annoying as shit. Fuck? Y'all oh, annoying as nah, fuck. Actually, you could have got something on the menu. Get the that chicken was pasta, but then just don't do chicken. Get a Caesar salad or some shit. Something. This motherfucker, you eating four stalks of broccoli and a cup of rice. Right. You eating rice and broccoli? What you gonna eat later? And look, the drinking same a, thing? <laughs> but look, you drinking a th three margaritas. I guess you don't care about your liver, huh? Damn, nah, <laughs> no bullshit. Damn, you coming for him crazy on this joint. That's my uh, man, though. But that's just what vegans do. But you know what? Shout out to y'all because y'all doing the right thing. I'm prefacing by that because niggas will try to kill you. I just know I've met a lot of vegans, and all vegans do the same bullshit. Yeah, you know, because it's like a new lifestyle. It's almost like a nigga who just started wearing red all the time. It's like, they start going to the in gym. order for me to keep wearing red, I got to say, crazy how I stand out in red. Yeah. <laughs> and look, <laughs> and you will say, yeah, you do. And then they say, yeah, you know I'm doing this thing while I only wear red. And so they you keep trying to keep you. it going. That's why. Look, they pointed me out because they see I had the red on. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but like the same thing be with vegans where they got to remind you, that, look, damn, the motherfucking ribs look bomb. Yeah, if I wasn't vegan, you know, I'd probably hit it up. But ever since I went vegan, bro, I just yeah. been feeling good. You see? And they always know. It's like, it's like uh, they always know how long they've been vegan. Yeah. Nobody asked you. You know, I've been vegan for two years. That's what y'all, that's what all the vegans do. Yeah, you know, I had to step away from that. I had to step away. Look, they, 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 they talk about their choice uh -huh. like they saw insight, like they up there. You know, I had to step away from that bullshit, bro. Look, I'm touching the area that was affected, mom. Yeah, yeah. I had to step away. <laughs> I had to step away from it. It was fucking me up. <laughs> I can't, I don't do chicken yet. I just said I didn't need it. You and they always have that journey. It's never cut and dry. First, yeah. I cut chicken. First, I cut chicken. No, cut, no, look. No, first I cut first red I meat. First I cut yeah. red meat. <laughs> Only ate chicken. Then I cut the chicken I was pescatarian for a year and a half. Yeah. And then for 11 months when I went to jail, all they had was the mac and cheese. So that's all I had. So okay. it was an easy transition. You see this motherfucker a year or two later, and they all say the same thing. I had to go back to chicken. Uh -huh. My cousin a vegan. I told her. I think I told this on the We talked about, talked about it already. But like, yo. <laughs> It ain't no way I'm looking at these big-ass chicken wings on your plate and you were saying all of that shit for years. Man, y'all niggas wild. And you know what? Shout out to the vegans that stayed down, went vegan, and never went back, and you really live about the lifestyle. You're really doing the right thing. Nah, you are. You but I, the, the, the Buffalo cauliflower, that's, uh, that's it a was fire. Buffalo cauliflower, I hated them for a long time, but it's fine. You know what else is good? Motherfucking uh, 
Oh. They tried to make that shit look like some what boneless wings. What's the point of eating vegan if you're still mentally eating the same shit? You know what I'm saying? Because you know you're not, your body, look, you're vegan, not eating that. Vegan pork chops. You're not, it's not meat. It's not, you shouldn't eat too much of the beyond stuff. Like the. At what point are you like lying to yourself to make yourself feel better about what you eat? Technically you, know? you are. Let's just keep it above. You were raised on chicken and you're making a decision now. Yeah. Vegan, they gotta vegan burgers. They got to do what they got to do. Remember the oh, cabbage no, drumsticks? It looked like a drumstick, but when you bite it, it's cabbage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be there one day, though. I'm going to be right there with y'all. Yeah, no y'all going to say he was he was we, blind at one point, but then he saw the light. For well, sure. We talking shit about y'all because y'all be doing too much, but the lifestyle is legit. But I think we should start with the... Uh, the Tyree Nichols situation, it's been a, it's been a, actually a few weeks now, but we never talked about it. Nah, yeah. Not a few weeks, actually. Just a little over a week and a half. Yeah. We, um, we low-key should have started the podcast with that little baby joint. I know. Can't do that now. That we could have. That joint was chopped. Papa, ah, 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 you didn't watch your hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be nothing we can do. We'll go ahead. But um, if you're not familiar with the Tyree Nichols story, young black dude that was literally beat basically to death yeah, by five um, police officers that were also black. Um, basically, he passed away, I believe, two years later. Like, he was in the hospital, but he passed away due to... That was two years ago? No, this was recent. Oh, okay. Um, I but why I thought you said two years ago. I'm tripping. That was when we were talking about vegans. But, um, yeah. So, damn, you made me lose my train of thought. You were talking about Tyree Nichols. Talking about oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the most notable thing about the story was the way to, well, I'll start. But the most notable thing about the story was the fact that the officers that did this were all black, right? Yeah. Their mug shots were out. I'm sorry, not their mug shots, but their photos were out immediately. Mm-hmm. All of their faces was hit the net fast. Um, but they treated the video like an album release. And this was the first time that I saw something like that. Okay. Like when the George Floyd footage came out, it was out. It was like, here's footage for whatever. These motherfuckers was talking about the footage from this like it was an album release. They were saying on, on such and such day... At whatever, the footage will be released. Just put it out. Why are we building the anticipation? I was watching TV at, um, I think it was that mom and dad joint. And if you see how the noobs be talking, it's like, it feels like y'all trying to get viewership. I don't know. They are. Know I mean, the, you know how the news do. Yeah. But, I mean, they are. Yeah. Motherfuckers shaking shit on their phone. Ain't nobody tuning into our channel. Yeah. But they, they really... Beat that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and took turns. If you see the footage, the footage was tough to watch. And they definitely deserve to be charged for what they got charged for. They even got a kidnapping charge baked in there because. Yeah. That you shit know? reminded me of, what's the name of that uh, show we watched? All in the, all in the, what's the name of that show? HBO, Burnthal, Be More, Freddie Gray. Oh shit! Um, but that show, 
like Damn. all in the city, something in the city. We, we own the city. Oh yeah, yeah, we own the city. It reminded me of that because I'm like, damn, I wonder if there was like some backdoor shit, like life real. I don't think that they're just machines. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when we look at situations like this, we be like, it's almost like you remember an iRobot. It's like we look at the like at the cops like that. I feel like, what if they knew, bro? And then you know what I'm saying? It was some Seriously. personal shit. There's conspiracy. You see the yeah. some of the conspiracies out there. I don't. The dad came out and said not to believe the conspiracies, but based on the way that they was whooping them, I'm like, damn, it looked like they got caught on camera whooping them for something else. Yeah, like they knew this man. Like they knew him. Yeah, I don't know. I just do. I do think that that was fucked up. Like I'm glad that shit got, got caught on camera. I'm glad that they asses got got for that cause charge. Yeah, it was fucked up. One thing that I will say. About this whole situation. Very funny how it's handled. I'm sorry to have to be the one to always say, but it's very funny how situations are handled differently and how certain groups speak up and some don't. You know what I'm saying? All five of these officers are black. They're immediately fired. I'm sorry, immediately, you know, I I don't don't know if they were suspended or fired, but they're immediately fired and charged. Immediately. There's no... Normally, the protests happen because the protests... They did have protests. That's what I'm saying. But the protests normally happen because it's like, yo, these people need to be held accountable. And they're on administrative paid leave type shit. Yeah. All of the George Floyd protests, we were trying to get these motherfuckers charged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they was on video killing him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's just funny how all five black, all immediately fired... All immediately charged. And it's not like, oh, they had a black... Because the, the police chief is black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the police chief is black. She definitely... Go look at her past. It's bullshit baked all into that. It's just funny. Also, the one thing that I'll say. The uh, the thin blue line. Blue Lives Matter crowd. Real different this time around. Where was the support for the officers? Where was the maybe he didn't... Maybe he was this. And I'm not talking about those pages. I'm talking about the people that were coming out and using those hashtags. They was very quiet this time. You know how I go. So? And I don't mean to be dry about it, but low-key, what am I say? How all you know y'all know how long we can do that? You know how long we can do that? What? Christ. What? Should we oh, not? Oh, see this time. We're the people who didn't like the Terrence, Taylor Swift this album is not, when Taylor Swift did it. It was Oh my God! See now you're being disrespectful as fuck. We're not talking about Taylor Swift. We're talking about black people being treated different. Fuck out of here with your pop culture references. But you, but like you saying, because what are we supposed to do, Terrence? You're, you're saying where's the thin blue line crowd? As if you've scoured the entire internet looking for them. Did they could be out there? Nah, they're not. Not in the same way. That's why I said it looks different. There's a few. Some of the pages are tweeting about it because they have to. Because everybody came out and said, what the fuck y'all doing? And now all of a sudden, y'all sharing articles and stories. But I'm talking about from the general public. The motherfuckers that got the little Oakley shade. All right, bet. Yeah, you're right. Well, guess what? Let me call a question to you right now. How far do you ever get with, I think it's funny how? <laughs> Let's think about that. How far, Man, do you, irritating. how far do you really get with, I think it's just funny how? Like, it's not you making a, like, legit... Like, fix. You're not really saying anything. You're just kind of pointing out the 
contradicting the contradictory. But when you say it how you're saying it, it's not educational. It is educational. No, I'm talking about you. The way you say it, it's just not I'm educational. I'm just being informed. It's informative. I think it's more informative to say, when this happens, this 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 happens. But what was but what was different when this happened is nobody said this. That I think it's funny how I get what you're saying. And you shitting on what I'm saying, even though it's a serious thing. Go go ahead. I'm not shitting on it, but I'm like making light of it because but it's a dead ass. Nobody could tell you anything opposite of what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like uh people I try. I don't know. Like my thing is like I feel like people are trying so hard to look in this situation and find like this bullshit situation. I just felt like what the biggest bullshit is them whooping his ass. I'm glad they got fired. Glad they getting locked up for that shit and they getting get ready to get off the streets. Do we really have to say wow? If, Terrence, with the black people, they were arrested immediately. But this is a different conversation because it's not just about that. It's about you saying because they black, they were prosecuted a little bit faster and people are a little bit more quieter about protecting the cops and shit like that. What you saying? Yeah. It just, okay. to me, yeah. and it's not even as simple as that. It's about police and black folks, period. Police. Yeah. I don't like the way you handling this situation. <laughs> this is serious. It's definitely serious, but I'm saying, <laughs> why are you making, Terry, this is, th- I don't like this. <laughs> what do you not like? What You're not taking it serious enough. Why not? Black folks what and I, cops. We talking about black folks and cops. And you're making little jokes. Terrell, I'm not making jokes. I'm talking about how you're like, I just think it's funny how when the cop Terrell. is white, this happened, but now that the cops is black, people ain't saying nothing. I'm like, yo, all right, like, let's focus on, like, this shit not happening. When we say, if I, if I get on you about doing some shit, right? Like, me touch you for real. If I get on you about doing some shit, <laughs> and this podcast will be over. If I get on you about doing some shit, and you spend all of your time talking about, wow, so y'all really about to do this to me? That's crazy because when so-and-so did it, this happened. When so-and-so I'm did pointing it, that out happened. contradiction. That's true. Okay, yeah, you are. But I just feel like it's time and place. That's what I say. It's time and place. Because how far you get, now that it's like this, now we want to point at a contradictory. Yo, <laughs> the contradicting finger can be pointed back at you in this situation. How? You see what your man Jason Whitlock went up there and said? He made up there and made himself look stupid as shit. Terrence, you got me fucked up. Now, that's disrespectful. That's why I'm saying the same way they try to say, oh, now it's black. They can say the same thing to you. Oh, now it's black cops. So I guess all of that is. No, we want y'all to stand on the same shit that y'all normally stand on. Maybe he was a criminal. Maybe he was this. Maybe he was that. All of those think pieces, we ain't see him this time. Why not? I thought y'all was protecting the officers. But are your fellow black, are your fellow, and this is where I'm just giving them this, I'm just giving them, it's just devil's advocate. I'm not even on no side. I'm People, I don't like how giddy you are about it. Make me want to slap the fuck out of you. Was your black leaders, the Sean Kings and all of that, have they truly led the charge for this case like they would have if it would have been five white dudes? You think so? Can I you not so. say that there is some quietness from them also? No, nah, I mean, we've seen Sean King talk. I mean, it's Terrell, come much, on, keep it on, though. It's not as are much. They, are, come on. It's not it is the, quiet. It's not I the, get it. It's not the same because the officers have already been charged. The protests are not the same because there's already charges. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers are already in jail and fired. We talking about situations where white cops are on leave. That's why I said it's different. That's why I said it's a little bit different. You're not seeing worldwide protests because... They're not just still at work or at home getting paid after doing that. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know. I'm not going to drag it. I know if I ask this nigga this another bitch question. bitch-ass niggas, he, 
He going, he's got me on edge because he's he's too giddy about it. You look like an off-duty cop right now, boy. <laughs> you look like... Joe Terrell look like an off-duty cop. He mad as shit that this shit is going on. What the fuck is going on in my city? Look at him. You look like you're getting ready to go to, like... I don't know. A stakeout, boy. You about to sit outside some random nigga house. There he is right there. He's coming down. And he's got the bag with him. <laughs> Yup, that's the same bag. We got him. This nigga, you see, he got the ball cap on like it was his day off. You just came from his son's game. Oh. Fuck out of here, boy. Y'all see how he, y'all see? And I hope they tear you up in the comments because that's some What am shit. I getting teared up? What am I getting tore up he, for? He, 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 ha, 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 through the whole situation. I'm not he, he, ha, ha. And I told you, I said, I think it's fucked up. I'm glad they got arrested for that shit. I think it's bullshit. Once you start going with the, and you see, when it was this way, that's because that's like, the fact. Why are you making it seem like I'm saying some bullshit? I'm not. I'm saying some real shit. You saying some real shit, but don't you think that they could also do that? Like, can no. we not just say, yo, this is bullshit? There is no contradiction to what I'm saying. What's mine? What's the opposite? Jason Whitlock, who got up there and tried to blame black women? Nah. Like an idiot? When he went up there, was, 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 he went up there and said some dumb shit, but like, that's everybody why everybody like has the Jason oppor- Whitlock. Everybody has the opportunity to get up there and say something like that. That's why... I'm like, okay, they can say, oh, this is because black people don't know how to control. Oh, no, what he said, black people beat each other up and stuff like that. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. I agree. But that's also another perspective that's like, ah, this is us worried about nonsense. So I'm worried about nonsense. I'm not saying. What does that have to do with me saying what I said? Because you're talking about people not speaking up when you don't know who spoke up. And who did it? Terrence, we Because when I asked you it. about your fellow black activists that seem to be a little bit more quiet, too, it's because they are already... You got reason why, right? Terrence, no. Can you say that the other crowd not saying shit because it's charges, too? No. Like, because why are we going to fix this it is our how attention t- on... Uh, why are we going to start doing this? Terrence, We're this not going to get this is where I'm saying. I just think it's funny no, how... But this is where I'm spanking you because the cops... That are already charged. This would be a situation where the thin blue line crowd would be like, "Yeah, they should be protesting." I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. That more research needs to be done. So there is no other way. Fuck out of here. And you know what? I just we ain't even get to say, but (laughs) y'all know what I think. Black people, as, as, as black people, it's like I don't know, bro. Sometimes it's like, how long we gonna do that? How, How long, long are we gonna do what, Terrence? What do we just stop saying? What do we just say? Fuck it when somebody gets killed by the cops? Nah, see, it's not fuck it. They're getting arrested. Charges are being dealt. Like, this so, is being handled legally. Only thing I'm asking you is like the it's cool when I do it. It's a problem when they do it. That mindset, like the damn, what about me? Or damn, why nobody said nothing when? How long are we gonna do that? I get what you're saying, but it needs to be said. Yeah, okay. Because people like people try to take away the white supremacy of policing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people online that was talking about their relationship with police as a black person with black cops and how black cops be assholes too. I've one of my worst encounters with I've I've had two bad encounters with cops. Yeah. One was white, one was black. And when I seen that he was black, I actually felt safer first. Because I'm like, whoo, thank God it's a brother. But then I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So it opens up a deeper conversation about the relationship that black folks have with police. 
Mm-hmm. And since these five brothers did this, it's like even more of a sharp conversation because you got a lot of people coming out and saying, there's a lot of people that were saying, my worst encounters have always been with black cops because it's like they trying to align themselves to like the power structure and they're more aggressive. And you see, that to me is my whole point. The issue is with police. I don't think that there's a... I just think that's what we need to focus on, the issue being the police. Once we start saying, wow, but if he was white, wow, but wow, when white, that's when we start getting away. Because, look, you know what I felt like? I felt like we had those conversations. <laughs> when I was talking, you said police. That was disrespectful as shit. <laughs> what? You made a joke. I remember. I heard it. What you talking about? I said the dude on the train. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> you bitch ass. But I'm not making a joke about about this dude though. I'm not. Nobody is saying that. I'm talking about me making my point, and you disrespecting me. Sorry for for disrespecting. You me. did, and you didn't think I was catching, but I know that. I was not trying to disrespect you at all. This is what I said. Somebody right. call you out in front of the audience. I feel like Chris Rock. Wow. You did. He smacked me in front of everybody. I got to keep it from fucking present. This next film. <laughs> he was laughing. <laughs> hey, look. hey, but look. Nah, fuck that. Let me finish saying this. I feel like when we have those conversations, we are talking amongst ourselves and not to the people that's doing it. So really, it's just complaining. You know? We like the crabs in the pot that's like, did you see how I almost got out? And did you see how they pushed me back in? All right, bet. Well, you know what? Me and you, we both in here, and this heat is I, getting hot. I get what you're like, saying. How long are we going to sit here and focus on being in this before we just in this joint getting ready to be cooked? cooked? You know, like, you sitting here telling me, and you know what? It's like, all right, I'm going to give you a chance. Where to those convos go? You know what I'm saying? That's what I be thinking, like. I just don't want people to confuse what you're saying for the conversation about police. You talking about the fact that I'm talking about since the cops were black this time. Yeah. I right, definitely cool. think it's an issue with, with police and, and, and this situation. I'm just, like, not focused on the fact that, hey, you know we can hear that, right, Jack? <laughs> it might have been this because this joint was loose. I'm just not focusing on the fact that, you know what I'm saying, if they was white cops, then they would have been on all. They wouldn't. Have, they would have been on probation. They would have been. All right, bet y'all. But like, you don't think people should talk about that? That's actually a true thing, though. It's. I just think the issue is cops. Once we start talking about white people and black people, then now we're away from the issue, which is the feds. The you know feds and how they deal that with black folks. Yeah. yeah. Say that. It's I, not I'll just the that. cops. It's how these motherfuckers deal with us. Okay. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like that. Y'all don't feel like, I feel like, what does James Baldwin say? Uh, to be woke and black in America is being a constant state of rage. You know what nobody talks about? The fucking depression and fucking hopelessness that comes with that mindset. You're so conscious. You can see the contradictories everywhere. It's like, damn, okay, well, like, at what point do we, like, pick and choose when we express like, we only expressing that amongst ourselves, and it's not just gonna create more stress. More, we just move about the world more stress, but we don't. But is we, is, is that is that what we gonna say forever? It. That's why I, that's why I asked you like, are we gonna say that forever? The point is to equip everybody with that knowledge, because not everybody is gonna think about that. The more people that can point out contradictions, the yeah, better. Yeah. I'm not against him, bro. It's like you see, what, I actually agree with what he's saying. 
You see what Stack said about Luca? No. On a uh, I'm athlete, they were talking about the girl. I think her name was Ashley. Whatever. She asked him about drug testing, and she was like, uh, "These players go out there and they have these crazy performances, and then the league is immediately the next day like, yo, coming for a drug test." It almost kind of sends the message like, you couldn't have done that unless you were on drugs. So let's test. Like Donovan Mitchell, score 70, immediately drug tested the next day. And then Stack was like, they don't drug test Luka when he dropped 50. Or, you know what I'm saying, Jokic, when he go out there and go crazy, they don't get the same drug test. Now, this is the thing. Did he have to say that? No. But. But do he really know? We don't see it. You know what I'm saying? That be the thing, though. But, and, and These so, analysts be getting up there, and you make a point like that. Donovan Mitchell drops 71. He gets he gets tested. But when Jokic gets 51, he don't. Like, do you know that for sure, or are you just saying that? Because what was that dude that said? Was it Micah Parsons? That No, not Micah Parsons. I don't know who came out and came up against somebody that said something. And they was like, yo, you twisted everything that I said. Or you twisted what happened. Or you don't even know. And you just talking. I forget who said something, but they was talking like they knew. And everybody was like, this motherfucker don't even know for real. But you see, and that's not our I'm job. I'm not canceling what he's saying. I'm just saying the issue is the testing. We don't have to bring up how something don't happen to this person. You know what I'm saying? To make our point. The issue would be the testing if everybody was tested, Terrence. That's not the case. The issue isn't police. The issue is how police treat black folks. The issue isn't testing. The issue is, this is only happening to these folks. Yeah, sure, the issue is testing. But if that's, to me, if that's swinging too far to one way, then that's the issue. You don't get that? I guess I get it, yeah. They, look. They test the black people. They don't test the white players. It just starts to look like, so, all right, like. So you tell the person that says that, that they just shouldn't say anything about that racism, and they should just focus on the fact that they're getting tested. I'm sitting from a it seat. doesn't make sense. I'm sitting from a seat where I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they don't, they don't test every player. They just test black players. That's like blatant. It's very blatant. So what we'll do is we'll make blatant-ass statements like they give a fuck about them, don't give a fuck about us, and it just goes nowhere. I'm like, damn. So if, if that was the real case, shouldn't like the NBA be making like a make big noise about that? Like, wouldn't should, that be wouldn't wouldn't that be a real thing if that was a real discriminatory problem? Or is this like a whole bunch of people talking about emotions because we mad that he, bro I got tested? That's what we be it's seeing. A, it's about we be a seeing pattern. people say, "Wow, it's funny." The it's funny how mindset is like. It's not always back behind fact. It be back behind perspective. Like what it look like and pattern. 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 Okay. Pattern is concrete. If you always do something, I say, it's funny how every time I say this, you got something to say. That's true. That's based, not, I might but feel a way could, about it, but it's also based on a pattern. Okay. I'll give you that. But also, look, you could think that I'm saying something, but I'm really not, and that's just your perspective. It's cool. And this is me figuring it out, because I think it's funny how this happens. But, so clarify. But look at me. the two seats. You're the person that's saying, I think it's funny how. Which person is standing and up for themselves person, and which one is not? Hey. The person that's, that thinks who it's do funny that think, doesn't say anything. Who do y'all think it has the upper hand? The person that says, I think it's funny how, or the person that's being asked? I think I, the, no. I think the, I think the person, that's not the question. 
The question is the person that thinks it's funny and the person that also thinks it's funny but not going to say nothing because what's the point in saying it? We're going to keep saying it for years? I think we could just that's say... A bull, that's, that's BS. In my opinion, I think we can say something else. I think we can do something else to get that message across instead of... All right, bet. What While the, you doing that, the old bay is hitting us. You know what I'm saying? So, Terrence, so what's the, the other thing? The old bay is hitting us. This is where I get you. What's the other the thing we should do? in here. What's the other thing we should do? Watch, look. What's the other thing we should do? Instead of saying it, I think it's funny and whatever. What should we do? And this Because people always got the, the things that we shouldn't do. But they don't ever have the things that we... You... you Wow. Y'all always... What do y'all always have? You Tony Romo. Have... <laughs> Three nick. <laughs> Did you see that? No. He almost said that word? Yes, you didn't see that? <laughs> oh, my God. He's got the ball. Three nick right there. <laughs> you didn't see that? No, that shit, shit was crazy. It's funny because last week I was telling you that you was inviting what's name to the cookout. That's funny. And now it looked like I'm and doing the same. And now look at you. Yeah, 100%. Make but it all I'm saying is, see what you just said? All right, so best of what we do. I can say the same thing to you. While you sitting there saying, you see that? When the white man walked in, they speak to the white man. But when the black man walks in, they say nothing. All right, bet. Conversations you like that created change. You are not offering anything new. We both going to walk up there. It's going to happen to us, and we just going to be looking at each other like, Conversations see? like that create change. Nothing happens. Like, you're not creating change by complaining. That's a fact. You're not creating change by complaining. Yes, you are. No, Tan, you forcing the conversation by complaining. That's some bullshit. And I don't like minimizing what people are doing, pointing out hypocrisy, pointing out contradiction, calling it complaining. That's what you call some bullshit gaslighting because it's not complaining. Because complaining, it's not, it's not comp people complain about a situation. I need to look up the definition of complain. I don't think it's complaining. I just think it feels like complaining when you're saying that shit to me. If a nigga come home and talk about how his work and his job doing him dirty, that nigga low-key got a point. He probably saying some real shit. They probably really are doing bruh bad. But he telling you, you don't work there. I don't got a Papa John's hat on right now. That's a complaint. I don't work at Papa John's. We talking about... So you really are just complaining to me. Yeah, you're not you offering... giving me examples You're not of... telling me what you about to do. You're giving me... You're not telling me what you about to do or what we should do. You just talking about how the world is fucked and against me. And low-key, that be negative to some niggas. Sometimes, some, some of us try and move around that. You sound like when they asked Thug on the red carpet what he thought about police brutality. He said, I don't give a fuck about that. Leave that to the laws and the critics. We just having money. We doing our thing. That's we, exactly what you sound like. We said that what happened with the police was fucked up and the officers got arrested. You, you want to say, hold on, but wait. But did you see white <laughs> Ted? Oh, my God. Contradiction. <laughs> I'm done with this nigga, man. I'm done. Let's let can we for the comments to tell you up. And that's how he do. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> see what he do? You like Uncle Russell. You you gonna look at the comments just like Uncle Russell. You ever seen that clip of Uncle Russell? He'd be like, no, no, this can't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, this this can't be. That's gonna I'm be so, you. Y'all, it's funny how he'll bake y'all like that. He'll tell Terrence, no. Somebody because you won't listen nothing. to me. He ain't listen to me. Maybe he'll listen to y'all. I think it's funny how he'll say, it's okay. I'm going to let the comments get him. It's okay. <laughs> You'll see in the comments. And low-key, you probably don't need it. They probably going to agree with What if they agree with me? I'm not going to say. I need everybody to go and comment. That's why. He tried to say I disrespect them. He panicked. This, this one. He didn't agree. Shit. No, 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 no. This can't be. <laughs> this can't be. <laughs> All right, look. I did not want to talk about that for that long. Christ around. It needed to be talked about. Rest in peace to their brother that lost his life at the hands of police That's again. what we should have been talking about, not going back and forth about that. We should have been talking about that. Rest in peace to bro. That is fucked up. Yet again, 
I'm glad that justice is being served, though. That's one thing that we nah, can sure. say this Absolutely. time around. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. I don't want anybody to think that I'm being insensitive because I do understand that justice is being served. I understand there's still a fight going on. I'll just be speaking about our stress it's level. It's still a system. Because we're walking around we with it. Against. It's you know what I'm saying? A, we're walking around with stress. Mm. And low-key, do we have to? If you were stuck inside... The, you, know, you ever seen and, the movie Room? Yes. You know what I'm saying? She no. got to a point where... Mm. And I'm not saying we should do that. But you got to get to a point where you're not... Panicking about being here and starting to strategize on how to get out. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you're if you right. keep talking about how I can't believe this person has me locked in this room, you have to get past that mental state to get to the point where you're like, when he come home at this time, I know I'm gonna do this and I have a chance to get out. Like, like strategize. Like we need to have more conversations like that because you telling me you see the world is no, nah, you're right, but it's, it's you right, shit. but it's still okay to recognize. 100%. The contradiction or the hypocrisy on all sides of the problem. Yeah. The bigger issue, though, is the system. Yeah. Because, and that's the thing, like, y'all want motherfuckers to get out and vote. Who's going to fix this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. issue. I got you. And I didn't mean to step on your point if you felt like I did. Nah, it's all Growing good. shit. Man shit. Apologizing. You know? Well, you need to wait to, wait to make your, uh, public. I don't think that they're going to have, I don't think that, it, I don't think they're going to think that I said anything wrong. We'll see. Speaking of cops, they greenlit bad boys again. <laughs> they greenlit bad boys. Will Smith posted the video, and they're going to do bad boys four. Did you yeah. see Martin when he answered that door looking dehydrated as hell? I'm sorry. Maybe I, just, I shouldn't say that. All I'm going to say is our celebrities are getting older, and it's like, why are y'all forcing this? And that's why I said it's like when you add so you add water to the soap or ketchup. And I, I also learned that niggas have never added water to their ketchup. I'm not saying you felt niggas is sending me videos of people adding drip, cups drip. of water. When the ketchup get low, you just add a smidgen of water, shake that motherfucker up, and it gets back creamy. Believe it or not, y'all, I don't do that. Terrell's just talking about like old shit where I you, don't do that no more. But you panic because you didn't have any ketchup, so you did that. But, like, if I don't have any ketchup, if Terrell doesn't have any ketchup, he ain't doing that. Not I don't no know more. why he said that. I said back I in the, the day. that you was trying to make. But the ketchup, that's, like, really some gutter shit. Y'all don't come from none. I don't remember doing that a whole lot. Niggas will say they ate a Niggas syrup sandwich. On his own. But you ain't never had, you ain't never stretched no ketchup? No, we haven't. And, I yes, I have a syrup sandwich because we had syrup. I'm not about to eat no watery. Look, think about it. You know what I don't like, y'all? I don't like when you get, when you take the ketchup out and they got that the the water in the top. I don't fuck with that. Nah, so you're supposed to shake it up. And when you add water to the ketchup, or uh, I mean, it could be a cat full. All right, bro. Come on, get back to your shit. Bitch ass nigga don't even know he ain't never stretched no ketchup. Anyway, they greenlit this uh bad boys joint, and I mean it's cool. People are gonna be excited because it's Martin and Will back, but they're old. They're old. <laughs> So what are they going to do is my question. Mm -hmm. For me, when I saw that they was bringing it back, I mean, I honestly felt like it was in the, they was talking about it for a minute. But I am not excited to see the movie, but I am happy for Martin and Will Smith for some weird, weird reason because I grew mm -hmm. up watching them. I'm happy to see that y'all about to get some money and some promo and then people probably will go see it, whatever. But for like, sure. I just feel like they have an opportunity to bring them back and it might be dope. You know what I'm saying? 
you see Will Smith and Martin and you think, y'all really about to do this again? But I always tell you, like, I think that there is opportunity to keep a franchise going when you're not afraid to let your characters, like, age or be older. If they let Martin and Will Smith age, you know what I'm saying? It'd be an easier watch. If you want us to believe that Martin Lawrence is about to be running anywhere, I don't believe it. Well, you the know. last one, we found out Will had a son that was the yeah. enemy. You know what I'm saying? Martin was trying to leave, but kind of got stuck, as he always is. I just think they have a dope opportunity. They have an opportunity to make the story, like, not ridiculous. With, 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 with Will Smith, it scares me because you think big budget. You think, okay, since we got Will Smith and this is bad boys, it needs to feel like bad boys, so it needs to be. Nah, you know what? You could actually, it could be that bad boys joint that was actually a little bit different. Or they could be older. And you introduce the youngins that come behind them. And then by the end of this film, we got these bad boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think yeah. that in Rush Hour 4, because they coming out with a Rush Hour They're not film. doing that. That they, was a rumor. That was a rumor? Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, there's no Rush Hour 4 in production. Not pre. At this point, it's an idea. It's not in pre-production. I would have seen that. If they were to do Rush Hour 4... I think it would be ridiculous to have Lee and Carter out on missions. Jai like. I think if they were to be a part of some shit and they had to resort back to what they knew, that'd be different. Like, mm -hmm. imagine instead of Carter being somewhere trying somebody, somebody's trying somebody and he's just there. And like, yo, I was with the LAPD 20 years. I got put in the middle of this. I felt like people would enjoy seeing characters be put back into, thrusted back into what they did. Instead of us believing that Mike, Mike Lowry, still Mike Lowry, 20 years later, when the bad boys come out, 96? It's almost 30 years. Yep. You know what I think about every time I hit 30 years? All right, <laughs> <laughs> <R>. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I gave y'all 30 years. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, yeah, we'll see what it is. I mean, we'll see what they do with it. Yeah, I know some of y'all are probably going to be excited for it, but look, do y'all think it's going to be good? I don't think so. Oh, I know what my movie recommendation is. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Let me say this. Uh, right when we dropped the podcast last week, I think the day of, they came out with the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. statue in Boston. Believe it or not, um, it is February. Happy Black History Month. But that was a little rocky start to the Black History festivities. Like, I, I know he thought he was going to pop with that. You can tell. I know, bro, I thought he had one. Nah, yeah, it was just. And you know what I'm saying? All right. Anyway. Did you see the statue? Of course I saw it. You can only really see the stat the, the real, what you're supposed to see from a specific side of it. Mm-hmm. If you're on a different side of it, you're going to say, what the fuck is this? Even when you go to the front, if, if somebody didn't tell you what it was, would you really know? You would. No, that's the biggest thing. Would you even know that that was, I guess there's a plaque up there that says Coretta and Martin, I guess. But it's did this need picture. to be made into a statue, all of the shit that could have been made a statue? Y'all could have picked anything to honor Martin and Coretta. The two arms in in twenty years, that nobody's going to remember got his, that. What they said because he got, he got a what uh, was it the Nobel Peace Prize? When he it won was, the Nobel it was, Peace Prize. Yeah, it was from a picture 
from a picture. But it was arms down. Even if anything, they should have did that joint as a bust with like the hug, but like all the way up to their heads, because both of them are in the picture. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that, but black dude did it. Black dude designed it. Of course. My thing is, we need. A, do we really need another Martin Luther King statue? Do we really need another Martin Luther King statue? Nobody in the last, you know what I mean? Am I tripping? I wouldn't say that. Am I tripping by saying that? We got a great one in D.C. We got a great one in D.C. I'm sure there's a lot of Martin Luther King tributes everywhere. Martin Luther King, again, this is just how I feel. I don't think that we needed that, that statue. You know what I'm saying? Not even trying to be negative. I just don't think we needed another. We didn't need a Martin Luther King Nobel Peace Prize day embracing his wife statue. Really? No, nah, we want tangible. And you know, I feel like somebody said something about it. the taxpayers are, are, are paying for that. Ta we want tangibles. You're right. Statues, all of the, the things that look pretty don't matter. We want tangibles. That's some that's some real shit. Or like I wonder, I'm thinking like, are we gonna put start putting statues of like more people who are who have done stuff? I don't think we since need. Then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think we need no more oh, statues. We are gonna stay on Martin Luther King for the next 400 years and look back at Martin Luther King? We're gonna always appreciate it, but like, I don't think we need any. I, I look at it like how they tried to put Harriet Tubman on the 20. Like, hold up, no. We not about it. I I don't think that. Did we say that when we was on the podcast? We no, didn't agree we with it. it. No, we talked about it. I don't think we should put Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill. Really? It's their presidents on, the, on these bills. We going to have a slave up there. What that say about our country? Motherfuckers going to come over here and be like, what is this? Who is this? Oh, you see this? This is one of the most prestigious slaves ever. That freed people. Don't so, dis never disrespect Harriet. No, I'm not. Stop trying to make it seem like disrespectful just because I'm talking... Nah, but you saying that is that takes away from everything that she emotional, did. Emotional, because I'm not, I'm not. Of it course. is, but she is a prestigious slave, and he, and this is a president. You're and right. If you don't know, oh yeah, she's a great slave who freed a lot of people. Huge movement. You know what I'm saying? I still think that the people who just are from the outside, they're seeing prestigious slave. Oh, he was a president. I think that's easy, easy to distinguish. Nah, I would not want. I wouldn't want our representation of our of, of us on currency be with somebody like that. Put Martin Luther King on the twenty. Now, nah, yeah, that'll be. That's dope. what. That's that's what I'm talking about. You know, what we saying? don't need any any more statues or representation of anything like that. Right. Now, at this point, we need tangible shit. Change the way the system works. Don't tell us, oh, bet we about to give y'all this whole floor is y'all's, and we're going to name it such and such. That does nothing for the situation that you're in. But, ooh, I'm going to get in trouble on this one. Shout out to them. But you know what? I did want to Bruh might be a local dude. He's going to hit you up. Saw what you said about statue. Did you know <laughs> <laughs> that it has iron, copper? I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about the materials used. <laughs> All right, look, let's talk about this. Um, I wanted to ask you this. You were, you somebody that frequents the gym often. Yeah. Um, there's been Can't a, you tell? No, he's a shrimp. He got a Marlon Wayans build. <laughs> 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 um, 
you somebody that frequents the gym. Yeah. And if you're in the gym culture, if you're not, it's cool. But you might have seen, um, there's been this influx of like this, you know, the creep watch, or people looking out for creeps in the gym, specifically ladies. Yeah. That are like, oh my God, he's looking at me. He walks over here awkwardly, stops mid set. Yeah. I wanted to ask you how you felt about. Given all of that, the interaction with people in the gym now, given that. Because now there's people that are, now, because this is my thing, this is what I want to make clear. There are creep-ass niggas in the gym yeah. that harass girls, that's all in their business, that come over and try to unnecessarily spot them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But recently, you just been seeing, I don't know if you've seen, y'all seen Joey Swole been working OT. Mm -hmm. Against some of these videos that are making people look like creeps that aren't creeps. So yeah. some of the guys that I hear in the gym that I go to now are saying stuff like, you better be careful, bro. I will hate for you to be on one of them videos. Like, it's like yeah. a thing now where people are avoiding just yeah, even interacting with the ladies in the gym. I think the bad thing is we be in the mix with the dudes that really do make girls uncomfortable. So to me, the way that I look at it, I'm a part of... I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? One of who? I'm like, I'm, 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 they don't know me. So there are men out there that do make women feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And you don't know right away. So the way that I move, I'm like, I could look like a dude that's being a creep right now. And what I don't do is say, I don't put it on the women. There are situations where they're definitely tripping like shit, but the way that I look at it, when I'm in the gym, the way that I move, I'm like, I'm not doing the most either. I'm not like, You're oh. not saying anything, though. Like, what are you said, I'm one of them. And then you said, I could be somebody like a decree. I'm why, saying, why, why I'm, a, I'm a man. So I know they look at me like, oh, this is a man. I don't know what he's on. That's why I said I'm one of them. Like, I'm, oh, a, okay. I'm a man. Like, he, I could be a creep if you don't know me. So if I'm looking your way, it might be like, damn. That's why I said the way that I move is I'm I'm just thinking like, you might think that men are creeps and you built up the courage to come to the gym. It really don't have nothing to do with me. The dudes that are like, wow, like I don't want to end up on a TikTok video. Like, bro, if you just go to the gym and just work out, like you don't have to worry about none of that. I don't look at no girl camera. I don't look at, I don't be in no girl face. And if I do, it's like, I'm not creeping with it. I'm not going to be a creep. Bro, that was in that video that was walking past them doing that. I don't do that. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't do that. And I'm not going to be like, wow, wow, wow. Nah, low key, you are y'all like being a creep walking behind a girl looking like that. Trust me, bro. I go to the gym with niggas. You niggas do be creeps. And it's cool because you're spotted. You can't really but, get mad. But it is a culture out there's there. There's a new culture where... Yeah. People that are like fishing for attention, yeah, are making people out to be creeps that aren't creeps. I'm all, I'm just speaking for. I agree with you, yeah, but I'm not. Well, I don't want to sway it because we know that exists. Yeah, yeah. this new thing is like, all right. And normally we see this, yeah, but what we seeing now, this ain't that. Yeah, and low key, that's why I said for real. I've always said this: when you go to the gym, get your workout in, leave. Like, it just. I think women are being more outspoken about not being talked to. 
I think we live in a generation now where girls really don't want you to come up to them in uh, any setting. The same way you really can't go to a girl when she's working out, they just like feel the same way when they in, in the grocery store. It'd be the joints that's like, I don't even know, but like, I don't think most girls would want you to ever walk up to them ever again, bro. That shit is low key. Like, the energy got to be reciprocated. We got to be in the right position, like the right place. But like, the gym is a place where you're kind of vulnerable. Like, I'm, I'm in this gym, I'm just working out, I'm working on me. If it's brunch, if it's a day party, if you out somewhere, that's an environment where, okay, I'm here, I'm looking good, a you dude might come up to me. The, you can't walk up to somebody in the grocery store looking at the honeycomb? Are you over there by the honey nut check? If it's incidental, that's one thing. Can you imagine a nigga looking creeping? Look while you're in the grocery store. You know, I don't think any the creep look is just one thing. But you could go up to somebody in the grocery store and say, you know, that's true. I do think I've done that before. That's it's 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 you running risk though, because it's not like back in the day where that was the natural way to meet somebody new. Oh, I, we be watching movies and we store those movie memories like it's true, but like our world changed. Sooner or later, oh, damn, he walked up to you? This is a fucked up thing. Damn, he walked up to you? That's old school. No, it's not, Terrence. You wouldn't say that it's no. old school to walk up to a girl, how you doing, no. in the grocery store? I don't think that's old school at all. I, I think, think that that's still common. I think we're going to get to a point where that's old school. Old school. Yeah. Because it just seems like it is dying. Girls do not want to be looked at in the gym. The gym different, though. The gym, you're right. There's vulnerability at the gym. I feel like if you want to talk to somebody at the gym, just wait until they leave. You know what I'm saying? Wait yeah. until they leave and you just happen to be leaving at the same time. Their workout is over. They got their, you know, pump cover on. They mm. done. Headphones might even be off or whatever. Or, I don't know. It's just a, just certain ways you could do it without being a creep. Yeah. There are certain women in my gym now that I don't know, but I only know because I always see y'all in here when I come. And we might have been working out, you using that bet. I'm not about to try and do too much. I think people just be so fucking horny, bro. That's what I was the about to say. The new name, they be looking horny as shit. Y'all in that joint rocked up. You can't pay attention. You looking each way. Yo, just if you just work on your on your workout, nobody really gives a fuck about you. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. These women that's recording themselves, I know that you got the bad apples out there that have posted niggas and they, they, they wrong. Trust me. These girls don't give a fuck about you in the gym. One thing that I've always said was this. Ever since I started going to the gym, I can tell that y'all think that the girls give a fuck about you lifting weights. And Terrell, you can second this. They do nah, not yeah. give a fuck about you at all. Nah, you niggas that's in there boxing, you doing all of this shit, and you think shorty looking at you, bro, she's not. You know what I'm saying? That's why I go to the gym, Terrell, no. I have tunnel vision in the gym. I'm not going to say shit to anybody, for real. Not on that. Terrence, please. You be sure. talking to everybody in the gym. No, but I mean, I'm not that. I'm not. You're right. I'm talking to everybody because this is where I go to the gym and I'm going to leave. Hey, what's up? How you doing? All right, back out. Like, it's not no, so what's good with you? I'm not on that. I was only on that one time. That's it. Like, and, and even, <laughs> look, and even that wasn't me, for real. Yeah. Like I, I didn't just, I just felt like the gym is not that place for it, and you starting to see it explode. You know why, bro? The gym became like a social thing. You talked about it, and I know you want to talk about it. How going to the gym has become socially cool. 
Like, oh, everybody going to brunch? I'm going to start going to brunch. Oh, no, yeah. You start seeing all these girls wearing leggings. They looking good. They going where? To the gym. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start going to the gym. So now you got a bunch of dudes that's really in there on that energy. Nah, yeah. And now I feel like you starting to see people. That's where we got the expose creeps. themselves. Yeah, the creeps coming right. in. That's a fact. And we gonna have situations where a girl thinks somebody looking at her, but she's not. But what I really think about is like, damn, she's so nicked that like she can't even enjoy her workout. And we have something to do with that, fellas. Cause yeah, turn. Not all of us. You right. But some of these girls, it's like, all right, you must not get a lot of attention, and now you're making this a thing about you, and this is not about you at all. That's true. That's now, true. that's that thing. But you're right, though. There are a bunch of creeps that came by way of this new social movie with the gym. If you had a daughter, right? Uh-huh. You'll look at that situation different. Nah, that's true, but I would keep it a hundred. Yeah. You guys, that's, if you saying that and there's no video proof, that's one thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to make an stallion the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you're saying this, and I just don't believe you. Yeah. We saw the video where you say, look at this guy behind me. And we're looking at the guy and it's like, all right, this man was not even looking at you like that. Yeah. And you just put this man on the internet and outed him as a creep. That's my only thing that I have an issue with. Nah, yeah, that's fucked up. You all right, though, about the fact that it's hella creeps. But you know what? You make an even bigger point with the fact that gym culture is becoming the cool thing. We've been in the gym at this point three years. Yeah. And... Even just a couple few years ago, two years, me. Right. I ain't aging myself in that too. I've two been in the gym for. Th I've actually been there for. Terrell, you have not. <laughs> you have. Terrell think because he walked in the world, world gym in 2014 that he gets to say he's been in the gym since he stepped in there. Yo, that black ass was sitting here eating. Terrence was using the upstairs Bowflex joint while I was hitting the real gym. Terrell, what? I was hitting the upstairs Bowflex joints when you were sitting here. Remember, I had you with the two packs of gummy bears. Two bullshit. What do he have? McDonald's, some gummy bears, trolleys, and, and candy and shit. And I was like, I got that. I got that picture in my phone. I said, "What you doing? You on bullshit?" I had just worked all day. I I, I was having me a Terrell uh, was not in the gym. Meal. Go ahead. But I was in the gym. But even just a few years ago, it wasn't what it is now on Instagram, where there's hella reels, TikTok. There's people that are making. I follow some of the fitness influencers that post different types of workouts, but now it's cool to be in the gym, have your tripod or record your workout. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a change of fly, change of weather. That I hate the the fact that that song became the "This is how I'm doing my day" song, all mine. Okay. You think about what that song is actually about. It has nothing to do with y'all strawberry banana shakes in the morning and I'm taking a shower and running on the treadmill. Okay, you hating you right saying? now? Go ahead. I'm hating. But it has nothing to do with that. But as you can see, more people are trying to be social. And what's a way I can spice my reel up? I could go get go some footage the, in the gym. Go go to the gym. That's a part of it. But you also introduce creep culture. So yeah. you're right. Yeah, I'll let you out. But you know what? Speaking of, this ain't really a good segue, but speaking of like the social change, the, the Yachty album came out. Okay, yeah, 100%. Lil Yachty just put his, uh, let me start over. Sorry. Lil Yachty just dropped his alternative rock album. What's that joint called, Terrell? Oh, uh, Let's Start Here. Let's Start Here. Uh, that joint literally has people completely, like, flabbergasted at the quality, apparently, of how good that album is. Mm -hmm. uh, I listened to it. I actually went and listened to it. You would listen to the mm -hmm. whole thing? It's me not. I mean, it's, it's. 
Why you didn't do a video? Why you didn't want to do a video for it? I know, I know they're gonna want a video. They're gonna want a video, so, but let me just tell you. Why do we? Why would we not do a video on that? It is not to me the best. Shout out to everybody out there that may listen to our podcast that does reactions. Some albums just don't listen well on camera. I don't really have to me this this Yachty album isn't something that I'm like vibing to. You know what I'm saying? Like I appreciate the artistic effort of it. Mm-hmm. So it's a little to me. It's a little gassed. If I if I gotta throw some hate in there, I guess because they're gonna call me a hater. But mm-hmm. to me, some of it is like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But is it really this masterpiece? Like the song Pretty, right? There's a song, that song Pretty, where some people love it and they think it's the top three song on the album, but other people is like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the artistic effort of doing this and not coming out with an album full of, you know, what you normally do, people appreciate the fact that he even did this. Black Seminole is crazy. Black Seminole is insane. That's my, that was probably my favorite joint. Everything else, it, 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 some of these other joints are dope too. And I probably got to listen to it again. But the reason we bring the Lil Yachty album up is because he was at his album release party and he talked about how he wanted to become a new artist and how he wanted to reinvent himself as an artist because he felt like he was just uh, looked at as a mumble rapper, mm-hmm. you know? And... uh Something that people were talking about on Twitter, on Instagram, and all on social media was the fact that when you're a rapper, you're not looked at as a serious artist. You're just looked at as a rapper. But when you make a transition like how Lil Yachty did, where he's talking, where he his sound changes. The same transition that we've seen with people like uh, Tyler, the Creator, mm-hmm. you know, where their music goes towards a more... I can't. I don't even know the word, but it's mm-hmm. less hip hop, more something else. Mm-hmm. The less hip hop you are, and the more something else you are, the more you're considered as an artist. Yeah, yeah. They said his album was real Igorish. Yes. Yeah. Which is shit. I don't think did not mean to play Igor's theme, right? <laughs> but I don't think it sounds like Igor or anything like that. But I think it's definitely in the same ballpark. With the the effort, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was telling Terrell, it seems like when you black and you make music, and then you go and do a different genre, or when you do hip hop and then you go to a a different genre, then you're faced with two levels of like, it's received two different ways. They either hate what you did and tell you to take your black ass back to hip-hop or stay in hip-hop or stay there. Or people will really fuck with the fact that people will really fuck with your attempt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People will really be like, yo, bruh just put out a rock album and that joint was fire. Like SZA put out a, uh, SZA put a rock song on her album. Mm-hmm. You know, Drizzy just put out a dance album. Beyonce just put out a dance album. Mm-hmm. And you had people like uh Ty- not, not Tyler the Creator, but uh Tory Lanez did like a uh with the Alone at Prom joint where it was a 70s mm-hmm. type Look, sound. Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. There's the so many people that are reinventing themselves as an artist. But it's funny, crazy as how I'm saying it again, it's funny how. It's funny how it seems like reinventing yourself as an artist is to move away from hip hop in R and B. You know, 
Mm. Me, me reinventing myself as an artist isn't to like Yachty reinventing himself as an artist isn't him rapping better. It's him going to a completely different genre that's more supported by production and less you. Yeah. You know, he was the worst part of his project. Yeah. You're on that joint. And look, can we say figurative? Did you hear what he said? He's talking about. All right. Bet. That, that, that aside, he was the worst part of his project. The production was great. The features were amazing. Yeah, like, you're not Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? There's no Eddie Hazel. Like, but is that, is you're, that. Terrell, let me fucking say this. Um, God damn. But is that hate? Is that you hating? I'm, I'm not hating. I'm, to say you're not Jimi Hendrix. The reason why I said that, if I had the opportunity to finish, my, finish a, 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 a statement. Go ahead. Is because. You're not like the guitar player that can stand on stage and sing, you know? Okay. So when we hear these things, I don't think we think that it's coming from you, you know? It's like a collection of, like, production, which is fine. It's totally fine. Yours. Huh? It's your production, though. So it is It's him. your production, yeah. But, like, and I'm not taking anything away from him. Because that's what people will try to say. Oh, you're trying to shit on Yachty and try to take away from his efforts. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm just talking about how what what we do gets further away from it gets further away from hip hop and more towards something else. And a lot of what gets us away from that, it don't really be like a genuine thing that come from us. I don't feel like. And it's celebrated more when you the further you go from hip hop, the more it's celebrated. That's just what I when think. You so it make that. you think that like this is better than what what I was doing. That's what that's kind of like the point I was making. Like, oh, you're reinventing your artist because you're, you're now you put a rock album out, and you mm -hmm. got all these people telling you, "Wow, I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you put this album out." Yeah, you're right. I can't really believe that he put that album out either. But also, it's like, damn, that does put into perspective leaving hip hop and going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But you're taking elements of hip-hop to keep you there you know what i'm saying yeah you are a mumble rapper at at at, at meek but there's auto-tune you know what I'm saying there's all of these softwares that help you out and yeah. now you well, can be a you know think about like a young thug right yeah young thug kind of pioneered the transition from mumble rap to something else believe it or not because Young Thug was just the guy who was screaming on Gucci tracks. And then he had mama. his own projects where he was doing him, all the slime season stuff. But when he started doing, like, Beautiful Thugger Girls and even some of the things that he did on Jeffrey, where it was just different than anything people do yeah, or anything normally rappers do, like Daddy's Birthday. I don't you know? care what y'all say. Them albums was rap. They Beautiful Thugger Terrence, Girls, but it was Jeffrey, different. that was all hip-hop. And he's was. still in hip-hop. Now you're right, but Beautiful Thugger Girls was different. And in his last album, Punk, where he hip -hop. doing the... Hip-hop. And then on your friends, are you stupid? That's hip-hop. That? That's not hip-hop, Terrence. Terrence, that's hip-hop. No, it's not. That is like... Terrence, that's hip-hop. That is not hip-hop. That's more of a pop record or a... That's more R&B, if anything, but that's hip-hop. That ain't hip-hop. That is not hip-hop, Terrence. You cannot say that that is hip-hop. Think about it. I love you more than anything. That joint with him and Gunna, that's not hip-hop. That is y'all doing like either, I don't even know what genre to put it in, but that's not. Y'all not rapping. 
Terrell. So the same way you saying Yachty went away, they also did. They pioneered that. No, 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 no. They using think... their own talents to produce that, though. I don't Like, think... they're using their own voice. Not saying Yachty ain't, but I'm just saying, like, it's not driven just by Just because a nigga choose to sing on his album, that don't mean, oh, wow, that's not hip-hop and you... Nah, see, that's not what Yachty doing. No. Yachty not doing a... Yachty, I don't think, is taking a different talent. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's like, yo, instead of rapping, I'm going to sing. Because he essentially can't sing. He's still doing some of his same, some of his, some of the, some of the parts of Yachty on this album is like, everything was great until he came on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's his. This is what he decided to put together. Not yet. I'm not taking away from it. First off, I just want to say that I think it's a, you know what I'm saying, dope that he can even do that. Like, mm -hmm. the fact that he could even put an album out that, that's that different is dope. And I don't want to try to confuse me speaking on reinventing yourself as an artist as me putting Yachty down or anything like that. I'm just talking about how it gets received, you know what I'm saying? The way that we step out, if, if Kendrick Lamar comes out and does a jazz album, right? There's gonna be people that hate it, but then there's gonna be people who look at it and say, this is a dope ass jazz album. We're gonna give them some, we're gonna put a little extra on that cause you did jazz, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's something different. Especially if you still give, give us some you. Like how some people receive the Drizzy dance album. Facts. Like how some people receive Drizzy Dance. Remember, we saw people who really fuck with dance albums coming out and saying that both him and Beyonce's albums weren't great dance albums. And we was like, what? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Did you know what I just listened to? But guess what? Guess what I didn't listen to? All the other dance albums. That's why I'm like, before I can sit and say, oh my God, Yachty put out a dope rock album. I'm like, I can say that I enjoyed his album, but I don't know if I could take it that far because... I didn't grow up listening to dope rock albums. Nah, for sure. And I think that's why our community looks at it like, whoa, you went and did a rock album? Cray. This nigga didn't rap? He look, rapped. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we, see a, we see somebody put an album out, and I feel like we feel close to that. So many people like us have come and done that. Anything that we do different, I, like, I told Terrell, it's like the Jeremy Lin effect. You know what I'm saying? I make a three and the crowd stand up. Fuck y'all standing up like... Oh, I know why. Y'all haven't seen anybody like me do this. You know? Yeah, but I think it's more pop culture-y, too. Because it's a lot of the young crowd. They fuck with that. Yeah. A lot of what, like, and I'm on, I don't know if I'm on record for saying this, but I didn't think Call Me If You Get Lost was amazing like everybody else did. It's an album. It has zero skips. It's whatever. I think it just didn't, for me, it didn't do that for me. Yeah, I went back to the what's your name joint in the uh, the, the hot wing uh, blows joint with Wayne. Call me if you get lost is good, but it was a great album. Yeah, but to me it wasn't the masterpiece that people made it where it won like it won it won the other uh, I forget what it won over or what my pick was. But the new generation receives shit different and shit like that. When I listen to the Yachty album, it sounds like something that the that new this new generation of music people like mm -hmm. you know yeah they're not happy with unless you're doing some crazy shit or unless you're a legacy name people don't really appreciate as much or you just got to be completely on the opposite spectrum like a yeet where yeah but you do make bring up I, I think the biggest thing in that is when people reinvent themselves it's always them leaving hip-hop it's never you re reinventing yourself as a rapper yeah it's always you reinventing yourself and now you like lotto is Trying to reinvent herself. So what's she doing? She's putting out a pop record. 
Yeah, so now you're going to be a pop artist. You're not going to elevate hip-hop. You're just going to use hip-hop to get fans, and then you're going to switch your sound completely with your notoriety. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're going to chase that other crowd. Right. Which is totally fine when it comes to feeding your fam. But when it comes to the art form. The art form. That's true. It's now turned into, like, YouTube. Yeah. You know? Then you have people that dip in the culture and then dip out. You see what MGK did. MGK came over here, rapped a little bit, and now this motherfucker's winning awards for his, rock for his album. album. He, probably, he probably gonna win a Grammy this year for his album. Man, if y'all don't think that you get a little added sauce for being a hip-hop person and then going and doing something else. Nah, for sure. It looked like, damn, you came from hip-hop. Do y'all understand what that sounds like? Damn, you did this, and, and what do you normally do? Hip-hop? You see how they look at that? That's like saying, what neighborhood you grew up in? Damn, you grew up from Brown Street? Old Block. You came from Old Block and did this? Nah, but that says a whole lot about where you came from. It does, but you know what's aggravating about that is every genre of music uses now more than ever so many elements of hip-hop. Yep. The 808 presence in pop music is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. On You can hear more 808s on the Taylor Swift album than, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I don't think anybody's going up and saying, oh, he putting this type of album out? Well, you know what? Since he killed it in hip-hop, you know what? He, has a, he actually kills his, his hip-hop albums are good, so this would be good. I don't think they're doing that at all. Even when Kendrick was supposed to come out with a jazz album, what was y'all niggas saying? Fuck this, you know. <laughs> but I think in other art, in other art forms, if Carrie Underwood would have come out and say, "Yo, I'm about to do, uh, I'm not gonna do country music. I'm gonna do pop music. I'm gonna do some," you know, I feel like she would get respect from being respected in country music. They wouldn't say, "Isn't she just a country singer?" You know what I'm saying? I don't think. Or even like pop, like if Ariana Grande said, yo, I'm getting ready to put out an R&B album, you know, it would be respect because they would say, you know what, you, did you hear about Ariana Grande doing a punk album? But even with our biggest guys, the Kendrick Lamars, yo, I'm going to do a jazz album. What? Fuck that. But does you that know? speak to how we want them to just do the same thing? Like, are we gatekeeping them doing anything else? It could be that. I'm, the point I'm trying to get y'all to see is how we don't look at what they're doing in hip-hop to be so special. Because soon as they try to do something else, we'd be like, fuck it, look. Even with Kanye. Kanye put out some of the greatest music we've heard in hip-hop. That is a fact. He put out some of the greatest music ever. Literally did what people said he couldn't do. And when he tried to do his fashion shit, they said, stick to hip-hop. Because you're good at that. You're a rapper. Yeah. They didn't look at him and what he did with hip-hop as him being an artist for real. He is the literal proof. They don't look at you like an artist because you're doing hip-hop. But like he said, Gaga is the, head of Polo is the head of something at Polaroid. He was like, I like her albums. But what did she know about cameras? That is a very golden point on like how you get respectful what you do on your art form. Me, I just get looked at like, oh, you just doing hip hop. Oh, and I yeah, think it's that's not what influences art, yeah. people to say, look, if I'm Yachty and I'm respected in the rock category, I get more respect than I do if I'm respected in a hip hop world. And you know what that is. It is. Because yeah. the same way people say that, but then you rob that same genre of, every, of all of its resources. Yep. 
It's I'm a not shame. gonna say it. I always yeah. make it a race. I mean, you got it though. Yeah, you're right though. That's crazy though. Yeah, it is. It is. But shout out to Yachty, man, for 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 the attempt and for people saying album of the year. We gonna see. It's a, look, it's January. Y'all gotta relax. And first, that joint gonna win rap album of the year next year. No way. That joint was cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know Let me just keep it up. The Yachty album was. I love the attempt. It's alternative. It's not a rap album. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough about alternative music. All I can tell you is some of the stuff that y'all was saying was amazing. Was like, all right. Yeah, it's like okay. This joint was a little cringy. But shout out to bruh for putting up for 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 the attempt. Now, I did want to talk about Netflix. Netflix. Netflix is changing the the password sharing. They're, they're going after password sharing. They're actually the first to do it. And let me just tell y'all something. Because y'all know I'm a Netflix advocate. I'm an advocate for Netflix. And ne- that Netflix is my folks. They done held us down for years. Netflix is doing what everybody wants to do. They just don't have enough subscribers to push the button and do it. Netflix, no, if I lose 50 million of y'all, I'm still going to be top two biggest. And that Amazon number dropped after them Black Friday sales, as we knew it would. But this is the thing about Netflix, and this is what I tell you. Netflix basically came out, right, or there's a lot of tweets going around about Netflix and password sharing and whatever. But this is what they really, what they're really um, trying to do. So basically... They're trying to crack down on the pages, the, the, the pages that aren't paying for shared Netflix. You pay $20, right? Yeah. And that $20 makes it so that you can, um, I got it right here. For $20, you can watch on four supported devices at a time, at once, meaning four of your profiles could be running at the exact same time. Yeah. Netflix not worried about y'all. They're worried about the people that are have basic, which is one profile, and six motherfuckers have this password, and all of y'all are watching at the same time. They're going to crack down on that. So if all of y'all that have y'all own profile, you're good. It's just the people that are paying, I mean, it's just the people that are already paying basic, which is $9.99, and you sharing that one profile around. They're going to crack down on y'all. Nah, yeah. Netflix came out and said, because I actually have what their real plan is. They're going to, um, where is it? I was just looking at that joint, the Yahoo uh, Finance joint. Yeah, it says Netflix accounts will remain shareable, but only within one household. Right? And they said, as a result, Netflix will require users to identify a primary location for all accounts that live within the same household. Users will need to sign into the home Wi-Fi of the primary location at least once every 31 days to ensure their devices uh are, their device is not blocked. Also, you see that? Oh, go ahead. That's that's key though. Yeah, that's super key. Cuz that basically means whoever is the primary has to log in on that home Wi-Fi. Do you know you could have given your Wi-Fi to an ex or nah. somebody and they I mean your uh Netflix to an ex or somebody and they could still be using your Netflix? They're going to lose out on it. They're going to get blocked. It says users will need to sign into the home Wi-Fi of the primary location at least once. So that doesn't mean just the, the main person who's paying. I think that means everybody. Like if you're going to, the way Netflix has it set up, 
They have it set up like, okay, bet, yeah, you can add profiles, but that wasn't so that you can give people your password and they can watch in other locations. Like what we do. Like what we That's do. That's true. It's supposed to be, I have a house where it's my wife and my two kids, they and have. we all supposed to be in here, you know? Mm-hmm. The way we use it, my sister live in Cali, my, other, my parents live here, Terrell. Everybody has their own location under that one account. They about to rack up. That's one thing I wanted to say. Netflix is doing something. They said we was one of the first people that had our password shared. So it's only right mm-hmm. that we, you know what I'm saying, come out. Well, they were saying if you're paying, already paying the share price, you good. Yeah, I'm, and, and that's fine. I'm just talking about for the people that have been getting by. Y'all think about this. There's going pe- to be people who are upset. They're not going to want to pay it. But then something's going to come out and you're going to want to see it. You're going to watch. And you were already not paying before. So think about it. We got so many people that are watching right now that aren't paying. Cutting them out, how much money we lose? Not that much because the motherfuckers that's paying, they're still going to pay. The ones who just didn't ever want to pay because you had somebody's login, you can either have to make that choice to not see or pay. They're going to get more money from this. They're going to get more money from this. Because people are going to sign up. Because as soon as you come out, y'all are going to watch. Or something. They, get, they just put you people, Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, Lauren London. They just put that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You think people wouldn't sign up if they put this new Bad Boys 4 on Netflix? They put certain... Netflix been leading that charge. Netflix. Squid Game 2 going to drop. Netflix. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. going to put out the shows that, that spin yeah. the world, and the world's going to come and get it. It's fucked up, but the way I look at it is this. If you're upset about this, you're probably the one that's not paying. And that's fine, but nothing in the world is free. Nothing. That's what we learned. Look, we'll look with the uh, with the music shit at the beginning of the podcast. It's like yeah. we could be upset about it, or we, we could, could be upset about it, or it's we're not getting the licenses for all of these tracks. Nothing in this world is free. So it's almost like if you go every time we go to that's like if Sam's Club stopped giving out free samples, motherfuckers will really be sitting there mad as shit. Wow. That, like, what's, what's happening to Sam's? Okay, maybe they just didn't want to give y'all niggas free food. Maybe they did the math, and it's just over with. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot, com- for me, I cannot complain about somebody taking something away that I'm getting for free. I told Terrell, free water. If they put a free water in the gym, if they put a free water sign up outside, free water, you know what people would do? People would stop buying bottles of water. People would stop buying water. You know what they would do? They would take advantage of the free water, right? Uh Filling up bottles and jugs of water like how people do. And then this is what would happen. So much usage from that. Because instead of you using it as a resource, you're using this shit as your fucking source Uh of water. I'm not buying water. They got free water up here. Once everybody find out about it and they realize how much water is being used and they take it, you got this community of people who are like upset. Wow. They really going to take out free water? But That's you like was me. never supposed to get it free. I felt that way when they took away the uh, the, the Wawa free air joint. The free air outside the Wawa? Yeah. I was like, damn, now we got to pay for it? That is true, though. You can, you, you can be right. upset, but you but really look, can't but be But when mad. it was there, you didn't even think about how every time you go get air, you in a line full of people. Yep. So there's so much usage. The shit be breaking. Trust me. I get it. 
as a businessman, I definitely understand where Netflix is coming from. And I can also see what they might get with this. Like, I can see their growth idea, uh-huh. right? But as somebody who shares a password, I'm like, come on, y'all. Damn. They said Netflix about to be like FanDuel. You ever try to open your FanDuel and you not in one of the states? Okay, yeah. 100%. Put your location on right now. All right, no. And, like, I don't think Netflix is the first, but Netflix is, like, that influencer that gets something and now it's like, oh, shit. You know? Like, YouTube TV, you could share passwords all you want. They got family sharing all you want. But if you don't live in that, that area, they, they crack down on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And you had to add your location because TVs, computers, phones all have location services. So guess what? Yeah. If we're going to offer our app on your TV, it has to offer location yeah. services because now we can kick people off that ain't in the same location. Yeah. Instagram, I'm sorry, Netflix doing this could influence Disney Plus, HBO Max, everything we share. They're the Walmart. They could see Netflix got the balls to do this. And it turned, right. and, it, and it did, they did see profit. Oh, we doing that. And that's the thing that y'all got to remember. Netflix is Walmart. I used to work at Best Buy. Let me tell you something. If Best, if Walmart say we opening outdoors on Black Friday at 1 a.m. Thanksgiving night, guess what? Target, Best Buy, everybody else, they going to do the exact same thing. We all follow the Walmart blueprint. Why? Because they the biggest. Because they the biggest. They walk in the room different. Y'all might talk shit about the way Walmarts look. Yeah, but, but they're the biggest. They're the biggest. And so when they say, ah, oh, we're going to close this week, think about it. Back when we, uh, because now they be closed on Thanksgiving. Remember, Walmart used to open their doors 5 p.m. And guess what? We used to open our doors at 5 p.m. I had yep. many short Thanksgivings. But once they decide to do that, uh, and once they decide to close, well, I'll ask close too. And Netflix is that. They have the biggest amount of motherfuckers. Yeah. So we're going to try this out. And you, if you don't think Disney and Hulu and everybody else. You don't think they thinking? Mm-hmm. They right there. I got. I gave my whole family my Peacock uh, login. These yeah. motherfuckers might be next. Once they see that, that's why I said Instagram like that bad joint that wears a certain when Regina purse jo- or when dress. Re- and like now all of a sudden, oh, they did it? Bad. Mm-hmm. Regina George. Yeah. Now, speaking of, just to stay on the movie side of stuff, there was some discourse on the TL earlier in the week about sex scenes in movies. I think this girl tweeted something that said sex scenes make her feel, uh, she said sex scenes are cringy and unnecessary. And I think a lot of people on the TL was talking about, some people agree, some people disagree, but like, how do you feel about sex scenes in movies and do you still think that they're uh, necessary to like storylines. Sex scenes are cool. I mean, it depends on how and what purpose the sex scene serves. Like, is the sex scene to sell the chemistry, most or the, of the sexual time. relationship between these two? Yeah. You know, and is it necessary in terms of like what we already know? Cause like, is it a payoff of sexual tension? Yeah. That's right. my question. Right. Right. Random right. ass sex scenes like power. Where we just having a conversation, and now we in a room, and I'm laying down, yeah, and then the conversation be weird as shit. Or it, the scene starts with sex for no reason, because look, I'm having sex. Oh, shit, hold on, I'm getting a call. Yo, you need me? All right, man, I'm on the way. I, would just, I guess I was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like as a writer, we're going to try to show y'all that y'all in love. 
or show. We're gonna try to use this to kind of promote love. But look, this it's funny you say we you're talking and then you haven't said because power would do shit like this. Jamie go see uh, Angela, his mistress. <laughs> uh huh. He go see his mistress, and he talking about how life's stressing him and wife is stressing her stressing me and then she was like well you, you know your wife and then he's like i told my wife that this is where i want to be and that you are you are who i want and i love you then they start fucking because the writer is trying to get you to believe what ghost just told her yeah but there's really no <laughs> tension or even this ain't real they yeah. were they wasn't they wouldn't have sex after this convo you know what i'm saying like it was well, look maybe they would but like you got to be on some real like yeah you know, now, but I understand how it's used to try to create a connection instead of it being organically from a, a tension built up. Yeah. It's some, but sometimes they use sex scenes just to sell a little bit more of an edge to a character. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they'll have the character fucking somebody and he answers the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like, think about, um, damn, I can't even think Pay of the scene. I was uh, getting ready to say Rico, but that was more, that was different. That was a good use of it because that, I'm about to say yeah, that's not really a sex scene. That's like, not, not, not that's not what they talking about, right? Some, I mean, good in, sex scenes. Insecure to me did a good job with sex scenes. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. if it, uh, if you think about something that had a lot of sex in it, Insecure had a lot of sex in it. Yeah, but the sex scenes to me had a little bit more purpose because there was. The relationship before the sex and after the sex. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When she went down on Daniel and then he popped her in the eye, that changed their whole relationship. Yeah. Like, it was like a realness to it. She fucked the dude downstairs and then felt like shit because it's like, I'm on my whole phase. Nah, yeah. But when when it's used like that and it's literally a part of the story, then I think it's different. I think it is cringy when sometimes it is. Like, my movie... It's funny, y'all gonna laugh at my uh my movie suggestion of the week. But in that, I could see tr- y'all trying, but I'm like, damn, if there would be a, a, to be a sex scene in this movie, it would be way past cringy. Like sometimes couples together are cringy, period. Yeah. So sex scenes can definitely be but in in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? I think sex scenes are Terrell, no, I'll skip a sex scene, but I think it's necessary. I think it could be necessary. And the sex scenes are good to sell tragedy at the end of a movie. That's true. But real quick, I will skip a sex scene, but I do think that it's necessary because if it's done right, I think it does add a certain layer of like, you know what I'm saying, deepness and realness to a connection between two people. It could be cringy and awkward because it's not you or you watching somebody else do it. You might have people around you, but like, I think when it's done right, look at like Best Man. It's not like this drawn out. You got two different levels of it, right? So Lance was seeing his wife do that, but he, you didn't really get it. But that you, wouldn't be a sex scene. Though. Nah, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about how like build up. I'm saying build, and Lance would see that, but that was almost like a nightmarish type thing. So it wouldn't be cringy in that way. You think, damn, he think about, you know? But then you also had, like, Harper and Jordan's little build-up. If there was a sex scene in that movie, there was so much built up yeah. that we wouldn't have been cringing watching that. Like, when you watch movies like Mo' Better Blues or 
movies that have like an organic love story. The sex scenes really don't be like cringy. I don't think it was cringy. A lot of sex scenes that I saw growing up, I don't think were as cringy as now. But did you need them? Because think about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You didn't really... So much sexual tension in that movie between Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. But you never got like a we're having sex scene. That was the that was the masterful reality of that yeah. movie. It was sold it, you know, because people yeah. are like, fuck! <laughs> Rip her clothes off! Get in there! And it never happens. No, no bullshit. So look, you gotta... You sitting there rocked up for the whole movie, the credits roll, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's actually a good, that's a good, that's a good tactic, but you know what? That's it. Like, you will accept a sex scene when you are emotionally invested in this. I know it's plenty of movies and TV shows that y'all watch where a dude like a girl and then like he don't get her, but then she give him attention and you start rooting for bro. You like, hey, my man, look, when Frank was with Mel or... What's the show where I was like, my man really got that job? Mike, hey, Mike from the Wood. Mike from the Wood. 100%. Perfect scene. A perfect sex scene. Perfect. He was a virgin. He couldn't, you know what I'm saying? He was uh, nervous. I would say love and basketball a little bit, but like there's so love much. Love and basketball. Yeah. There's so many different movies. Like, what's a movie we can give that ain't black with a good sex scene? Um, uh,. Um, wow. <laughs> you started doing the ASAP Rocky hand. Y'all got this. <laughs> uh, no, don't do that. I'm trying. We're getting ready to say the notebook, you know? but nah. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say the notebook, but no. Super bad. Okay, yeah. Nah, you know what? Let me get, let me do a better job. Let's do, actually do a better job. Uh, I'm not really a love movie, like, movie guy like that, but I know there's one. I'm blanking right now just because, but. It's movies out there that I'm sure a lot of you could add to it where the sexual tension is not created by the writer. It's actually created by what I've been watching, what I'm invested in. That way, when it happens, I don't feel like, why? It happens. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I knew it, you know? Sometimes it gets a little too, bruh show up, he look at her, she look at him, and you're like, oh, they gonna fuck. Or crazy, something like that, you know? Think about Crazy Stupid Love. Okay, yeah. That's a great That's one. a movie everybody loves. Mm -hmm. You got Ryan Gosling. He's fucking everybody. But the Steve Carell character. Yeah. But you know what? I don't want to use only just the quirky guy that couldn't get the girl. Nah, yeah. There's some good. There's great sex scenes in movies, bro. There's some great yeah. ones. I just think it just has to be legit. Best sex scene. Best sex scene in a movie. Best sex scene in a movie. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, uh, that's crazy. That's a crazy ass joke. It is. Um, best uh, sex scene in a movie. That's a tough one. I'm not gonna say best. I'm gonna go with my favorite sex scene in a movie. Favorite sex scene in a movie. It's tough, ain't it? That is. Tough. Cause you really gotta think about how many movies have it. Um. Too tough. It's too tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's too tough. Yeah, Any I'll... ones come to mind? Random. You know what's a uh a movie that came to mind? What? Uh, I don't know why, but like um, Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Only because I felt like the way that they used drugs in that movie was the same way they used sex. You know what I mean? It was never really this passionate thing. It was just like me trying to get a buzz. 
Yeah. I love the way that they use sex in that movie. Like him fucking her on all of the the money. The money. You know what I'm saying? Him when he when they had their issue. It's like oh, yeah. he was really using sex as like a drug. Shit, I need to get through this. So like uh-huh. that's how he used sex. And I felt mm-hmm. or or that was the environment for that movie. And that's what I mean when I say like, I'm not gonna say my favorite sex scene is because I like the way they was fucking. It's not porn. Yeah, no, it's you not know, about this that. Is how, yeah. This is how it's used in the movie. So that's the reason why I bring that one up because that's a that's a way where I never really get too emotionally invested in the activity, not but yet. I understand why it's happening. Yeah, nah, for sure. Eight Mile is an underrated sex scene in terms of building chemistry. I know what you're talking about, and that was a that's a random movie to say, <laughs> but that's <laughs> not, not that's a bad it. sex scene. N- Only reason why I bring that up is because there was sexual tension there. You could tell they liked each other. But this man, she had the, she had, I ain't gonna lie. Let's give it a hundo. <laughs> Why are you blushing? She had that, what you call it? She had that look the whole movie, did she not? Did nah, she, she not did. look like she was ready to like, nah, she looked sure. like she was ready to she like. She had the eyes for my man for a she, minute. She had them weird eyes for, for a long but time. But to see him she be had the to, eyes that's looking up, right? They have less than 20 lines to each other in the movie. Less than, no, I'm sorry, not 20. Less than 30 lines to each other in the movie. Yeah. But you establish the chemistry, the care, the I'm going to do this, I got the, the I got you-ness of it with that scene. Yeah. And you know what filmmakers do when they see each other. You can tell two people about to fuck or get together when they see each other and their whole lifestyle. Uh-huh. All right, bro. I got it, bro. And then the girl come in. <laughs> but theirs wasn't like that. Theirs was like theirs was like that. She showed up at his they job. They ran off. When look, every time they was they would be playing and talking to each other. And look, oh yeah, they be looking at each other, looking at each other. That's See, shit, but that's real life, though. Nah, I think that is not real life. I think that's what they do in movies. In real life, it ain't that long. In he real life, her it ain't at the party. Remember after the battle, they was at the party. She was over there with her girls. Future was standing in front of them. The nigga that looked like Future, Makai Viper. He was talking to her. They was making eyes from across the room. Then he seen her again. Mm-hmm. Everybody need a friend like Future, randomly. Everybody needs that guy. Yo, I signed you up, man. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> Why the fuck he signed me up? <laughs> I signed you up, bro. You going to make it. Think about it, bro. Either Maybe way, he you, was... owe him, you owe him so much. <laughs> Even when he was freestyling on the streets up in Mexico, put that X on you. You know what Bunny <laughs> Rabbit do. You know what Bunny <laughs> Rabbit do. <laughs> He made him freestyle. He put it. He was like, "Come on, man, get in there." That is a real friend. He shitted on him too. You you need and look, he was still down for him. Still down, man. You need somebody from the three one three. Put your motherfucking hands up and follow me. Nah, for sure. Shout out to my niggas in Detroit. (laughs) That's funny as shit. Funny as shit. All right, bet. Like I said, y'all, my movie suggestion of the week is going to make y'all laugh because it is, it is going to be You People by Kenya. Kenya wow. <laughs> Terrence, no. Nah. And I'm, and I'm recommending y'all watch this movie just so y'all can just see. Just go and watch it and see. I watched it by myself randomly. I watched it in like two pieces. I can't believe it. Jonah Hill. Shout out Lauren London. First off, she looks amazing in the movie. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing on the red carpet. So happy to just see her living life. I don't think any of us can really relate to what 
people like her have had to go through and losing somebody real close to you and then having to get back out in the public and people asking you about it. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to her. I mean, Eddie Murphy, Nia Long. Hey, I get it. Star-studded cast. I just want y'all to go and watch that movie so that you can see what the fuck that I be talking about on this podcast. And y'all know that I'm not tripping when I say we make the worst movies that put us in the worst light, that make the worst jokes with the worst timing that does not make us laugh. Y'all don't even realize you will be watching a movie and laughing and you're laughing like at yourself. It's cool when we all laughing in here, but let you be in a theater full of people laughing. You're going to be like, I don't want to laugh and do this, huh? I don't want to look around and feel like, oh, yo, yo, what's funny about that? You know, what was funny about that part? I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a bunch I told of that. Candace, I'm sure Kenya Barris is, is going to say, oh, you know, we're telling, the, we're, we're telling the jokes that people are afraid to tell. And we're, t- you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're being edgy and we're doing things that people are afraid to, having the conversations that people are afraid to. No, it's trash. It's trash. Great, ain't So much trash that I want y'all to watch it so y'all don't think that I'm tripping. It's garbage. It is just as bad as coming to America, too. It's bad. It's called You People. Come on, bro. I don't know how many times I have to tell y'all. Making fun of stereotypes is old. And that shouldn't be... Oops, I might have came out on this. You straight, you straight. Making fun of black stereotypes for our movies, it's just kind of old. It's dated. It's like that joke that's been told already. Okay, like, yo, let's tell a different joke because low-key... It really ain't funny to us anymore. Mm-hmm. It might always be funny over there. That joke will always hit in that club because they don't live yep. with us. They don't see us. They don't be around us. They don't watch what we watch. It's new. It's fresh for them. Mm-hmm. For us, it's like regurgitated. You know what I'm saying? It's like the platform or like, uh, what's, it called? what's it called? Something train with the, with the train. The snow piercer. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? We done already had this a couple times. You know what I mean? Yeah. They might be able to find some appreciation for it up there when they get, when they put it in the mix with they shit. They yeah. took a night out. Let's see something different. Let's see you people. Let's go see the black pe- the, the black people movie. You know, like, long story short, not to get on my soapbox, go and watch the movie for yourself. I'm not telling you that it was a bad movie. Just y'all will see what I'm talking about when you go watch. That's my movie suggestion of the week. I will not. My movie suggestion of the week. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. I love the Velociraptors. <laughs> Motherfucker. My my movie suggestion of the week is actually a TV show suggestion of the week. It's gonna be Severance. Let me tell y'all. Let me just tell. Let me tell y'all straight. I haven't seen something like Severance that made me feel the way Severance made me feel in a long time. And I, we just finished Ozark, just got through Squid Game, just got, I just rewatched Breaking Bad. Severance is a special show. It is only nine episodes. I watched the whole thing in a week. So by the time the next podcast come out, you should have seen it. But it's on Apple TV Plus, which is a reason why I didn't watch it in the first place, because I wasn't really getting on Apple like that. I would, open, I would turn my TV on, and I'm going to Netflix or HBO Max. Or YouTube, sometimes Hulu, depending on what they got. And that's pretty much it. But um, I decided to watch the joint. I can hear that. <laughs> Tinny-ass can. <laughs> the, um, that's how these joints be. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. 
<laughs> but y'all, severance is literally about, I want you to imagine if when you went to work, you had a whole different set of memory and they erase everything you knew about your life from your memory. So all you know is what you learn at work. But then when you get off at five, you get all your memory back. But now you have no idea what you do at work. You have no idea what you, you just know work. you work at this place, but you don't know all the stuff out there because your memory is gone from there. So you're severed from your work self. And your work ima- life but now really gets a balance. If those lives for some reason started to, I'm going to just tell you one of the craziest. Just watch that joint. That joint, I've recommended a lot of shit. This is one that it only takes you to watch the first episode. Once the first episode go off, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, all right, watching the second one. I only watched the first episode. I was going to come in here and make it my movie suggestion of the week. When I said, when I told Terrell that I was going to make it my movie suggestion of the week, he shat on me and told me that I couldn't make it my movie suggestion of the week because I hadn't finished it. So I wasn't able to make that my movie suggestion of the week. And what's crazy is now I got to listen to him make it his movie suggestion of the week because he finished it. He said, oh, shit, chance. I ain't got movie suggestion of the week. And I said, well, you know what my movie suggestion is? He immediately shat on me because I only watched episode one. I told Terrence, you will not do what you have done before. Y'all remember what Terrence told y'all to watch 1899, the Zodiac um, weird puzzle show on the boat on Netflix that just got canceled, that he never finished? He watched one episode? This motherfucker also haven't finished Succession. You on season three, season four teaser just came out, about to be fire. I watched that cocksucker operate by the impunity. For eight years and now I got it. It's just chess. It ain't chess. I can't hear you. Say something. Something. There you go. Oh, shit. My bad. Fucking up. But he haven't finished Succession. And he got like three episodes left. So I told him, you can't make nothing in your movie suggestion a week if you haven't finished it. That need to be a rule. And somebody on Twitter told me that. I learned from a nigga on Twitter. I can do what the fuck I want. Wow. Straight up. Where's that mindset going to get you in life? Fuck. Guess what? They got Timo Cruz put off the team. But guess what? But guess what? You always they'll come back to do them laps. That's what I'm saying. When life hits you, sometimes you do gotta step up and say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm not playing on your team. And then look, sometimes you gotta humble yourself and come back and say, What I gotta do to play? <laughs> <laughs> what I gotta do to play. <laughs> That's what you doing right now. But look, all right. Just real quick, uh, I told Terrell and I told everybody on this podcast that I was gonna read a book for every month of 2023. And I told you I'm not going to tell you all the books until I finish because I want to be able to actually finish books instead of just recommending some shit like you just said. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of people want to know what the nine is about. We wear the nines. We got the nines tatted. We got the nine has just been a part of our brand story mm-hmm. since day one. It started with us saying like, comment, share, subscribe, the whole nine. It was really the whole damn nine. Mm-hmm. But uh, to start to start and then it just turned into whole nine and then the nine just became everything right and if anybody who would want to know what the nine is the nine for real for real is your experience like it literally is your life experience and your nine ain't oh ain't complete until your experience comes to an end um mm-hmm. the journey we, yeah i want everybody to think about the ninth letter in the alphabet Give y'all time so y'all figure it out. Ah. <laughs> and that's what's most important. That is what the nine is. 
It is legit your life experience. That's why the ninth letter in the alphabet is the letter I. It is, lit it is legit I. Anyway, I can do that for days. <laughs> now, for sure, it take you nine months to get to the earth. Man, we can do it for days. Why is it nine and it's in baseball? Could have been any. Could have been any amount. Why does I a cat have nine lives? Could have been any amount. I can do it for days. When you need help, the first number you look for on your phone is nine. When you need help, or if there's trouble. When you were looking for a good grade in school and you saw what was the first number that you saw that knew you did good on the test, nine, ninety, ninety-one, ninety-two. I can do that forever. Bottom line, in following mine. And me living my line. Uh, Y'all know I was already on the podcast talking about like jean jackets and stress reliefs and stuff like that. And I think that's what kind of being in that mind state gravitated me to this book. But the book that I'm recommending, look, I'm, I'm unveiling it. It's called The Untethered Soul. It's by this guy named Michael Singer. Michael A. Singer. <clears throat> Y'all might have seen it on TikTok. I spilled this oil that I, that I be using in the gym. Fucked my whole book up. Y'all can probably see that. Who uses oil for the... Oh, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Fucked trying to up. be in there on his LL Cool J. That's what you get. Nah, see, I don't be doing too much. Y'all see exactly what I got on right now. It's just, you know what I'm saying, whatever. It's the coconut oil joint. The Palmer's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Fucked my book up. And I got it. I got things highlighted. Look, I got my my uh book joint. This is an audio podcast. Anyway... <laughs> Bottom line, I recommend everybody read this book because this book is going to basically help. I, I feel like what I got from this book is that my life is like a big-ass experience. I know some of y'all saw my tweet, but this book is going to teach you how to basically maneuver through your experience in life. Basically, like your mental thoughts, the way that you think, the negative thoughts that you have in your mind. The same way I was talking about getting rid of jean jackets in your life and things that's mm -hmm. right in front of you that's stressing you out. Man. This book right here put me on. I'm telling you. That shit has me thinking different. It don't got me looking like my life like this house, right? This mm -hmm. is what I was going to say. I think we look at out. I think sometimes people look at their house like a, I mean, their life like a house. Like, first you got to build it up, then maintain it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people live their life building, and you live your whole life trying to say, you know what? I'm going to finally live my life, or I'm going to finally do this once I get here. You got dudes who say, I'm not financially ready to commit, or I'm not here in my life to do this. You got people who will say, well, you know what? Once I finally get my arms big, I'm going to go talk to her. So you're busting in the gym, or you think, once I finally get this job, then I'm going to start doing this. Uh -huh. And I think that's the way that we live, trying to build up something so then we can water the grass. Then we can just... Then we can just keep stuff available. We can cut the grass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For me, I feel like you should live like as if your house is already built. And you just kind of taking it through each life's experience. That's kind of what I gained from this book. Like, instead of me thinking about like building shit up, it's just about what's more important to every single experience that I have. You know? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because most of those things you name are things that make people more confident to make that decision. Yeah. I want to get bigger arms so that I feel more confident. I want to get this job so that I can then do something. Yeah. But one is normally contingent on your, the confidence level that you have. So does the book make you feel more 
does it make you worry less about that and just say fuck it? To me, or, it's just about knowing that like you're never going to be 100% ready for any situation. Preparation is definitely one thing, but like your experience is your experience and you will be surprised how many people get a, get opportunities that float across their desk every day and they start looking at themselves and say it, and telling themselves that they're not ready. And that's why I always, that's why I say like your nine is your experience. So low key, you're made up. The nine Ninth level in the alphabet is you. Is is I. I'm sorry. So like your experience is basically a product of, of everything your experience you've experienced. I'm sorry. Your mm-hmm. life is a product of everything you've experienced. Your so, journey. We were saying journey at first. Now J- you're saying yeah. experience. That must be something you got from this book. One hundred percent. That's why. That's okay. why I'm, I'm, I'm like the nine has so many different definitions for me. But like the easiest one I can give you is that because it it really ain't about being the best you. You know, it ain't yeah. about. Oh, it's about staying true to who you are. It really is just, it is what it is. Because everybody get one. Right. You know? What you do with it is you. Now, yeah. question for you, too. Give me an example of something you learned from the book. Like, like something that's tangible. Uh, Not necessarily so summarized, but like yeah. one chapter is about, remember how when you read Way of Superior Man, you had a thousand experts to say, Nah, yeah. I, I like my favorite chapter of this book, I believe, was chapter eight. Let go now or fall. Yo! This book! I'm, to, I'm sorry. One thing that I like about the book, and one of the biggest, my biggest takeaways, one of my biggest takeaways is that, like, you're a witness. You're a witness to your experience. Like, you have your self-conscious, I mean, you have your, your conscious mind, and then there's you, the physical you. You know, and like the book kind of talks about how, you know what I'm saying? You definitely experience things, the the things that you think about and the things you experience, like you really are just a witness. It doesn't really make you who you are. You know, if I grew up in a hood and I was real like, like think about if I grow up in a hood, I'm going to have that experience and low key it shapes who I am, but it doesn't make me that, you know what I mean? Like it, like you being from the hood doesn't make you hood. It's just been your experience. Some people take their experience and then they equate so much of their experience to who they are that it'll limit themselves from getting involved in that. Because, you know, I'm too this. I'm too... Oh, you know? Okay, I'm with you. So if you learn to separate yourself from your experiences and your thoughts, it might move you out the way for what you really need. Like, that's my favorite thing about the book. Get out of your own way. Like, literally, you're the, the biggest obstacle that be in people's way be mm-hmm. you. You can't look past yourself in that no. mirror. That's a fact. And I might not be doing the best job, y'all, of explaining the book. I get a little excited. But, like, definitely read it and, and take what you can. You know, I don't want to sit here and, and say too much. And then the philosophers mm-hmm. come out and say he didn't read the last. Uh-huh. I read that book six times. He butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> not what you write, though. But I would argue that you can't get out of your own way. You just have to learn to deal with yourself. That's why I say you can't. This book. You can't look past yourself. The Untethered Soul. Think about the name of that. Come on. I'm already on my book, too. I'm already on book number two. I'm going to have that for y'all by the end of the month. Y'all thought we was playing games in 2023? I'll be watching television. (laughs) Right. Anybody watching Last of Us? I'm trying to get more into the NBA. I don't know if y'all know, but I've been watching basketball. I just learned who Dylan Brooks was. He Nigga that played for the, for the Grizzlies because he was talking about, you know, Braun, whatever. 
But I also just learned who um, Tyrese Halliburton is. Okay. That sounds like a damn a pasta. <laughs> Not a I said what? <laughs> Ball. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm watching it like a little bit. I just kind of watch like the the hype beast games that come on TNT. Yeah. Like when the Suns played fucking, I don't know. I did not mean to be so long with on that. Nah, you good. But I'm glad I good did Good to that. see that you're so passionate about it. Because if it's, look, anything to help his ass. <laughs> look. <laughs> Are we doing sports? Do we have anything for sports? Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. We can recap the what's the name. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Terrell, what right here, so bad? Huh? You want to play the sports drop so bad. <laughs> Spotify said, ah, ah, ah. This isn't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you cut it off in time. <laughs> Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, nigga? Yeah. 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 Nigga, one on three. Yeah. 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 Through, uh, through, through and past the, the NFL season, we got the Super Bowl coming up weekend after this. We got the Pro Bowl uh, coming out. I don't know if you got any predictions for the Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl games. It's the Pro Bowl games. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, hopefully, they just have some fun. I mean, honestly, they need to make the NFL Pro Bowl like All-Star Weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All-Star Weekend, you have the All-Star game, <laughs> which is just a chill game. And I think they should make that like a flag football game, whatever. But there's so much to look forward to in All-Star Weekend. Like... Even though people don't really give a fuck about it and the real stars don't really do it. And sometimes we might get one or two stars that do it. But you had the three-point shootout, you know, the the Rising Stars Challenge. Yeah. The dunk contest. And then the game. I'm hoping that the Pro Bowl implements something that could be a new tradition like that. Like, remember when they used to do the Pro Bowl games where Brett Favre versus Tom Brady versus Matt Schaub, they out there trying to hit targets and shit. Yeah. Whoever had the highest score wins. I don't know. Do some shit like that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with it, but I mean, everybody's I so afraid of injury. People are so afraid yeah. of injury that you know it's just going to be like a fun time. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Fuck and, that. Yeah. yeah. And people are getting injured way more than they used to. Like, I remember growing up where when we were in like high school, even we back in high school, like you didn't have a team full of injuries. It wasn't. 20 to 30 ACL tears in a year, like you see now, where there's over 15 stars that tear an ACL yeah, or or out for season with an injury. You didn't used to see it like that. But so now, I mean, I get the reservation of them not wanting to do the game. They was like, what if Josh Allen go out there in an all-star game, tear his ACL, and can't play the whole next season because of a meaningless game? And I get that. I get it. But, I mean, it is what it is. So I'm interested to see what they do. You ain't interested to go watch Snoop Huntley out there? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What you think about the games last week? Let's talk about it. Chiefs went out there. Mm-hmm. Patty Mahomes on a bad leg, went out on I mean, a bad ankle, went out there and And are we giving any the Bengals? Do we have to give any respect? Cause who did I pick? Did I get did I get those two right? I picked both the teams that I picked Niners. I, I got the Niners. respect on the Eagles. Eagles, you get no respect from me. You oh, can go ahead. Know, yeah, yeah. You want me to go first? Let me go first. Oh, let me go okay. first because you got more to say. All I'm going to say is Eagles, shout out to y'all for going back to the Super Bowl. I, I can't stand you, but I know it feels good. I think y'all was just back in the, y'all was just in the Super Bowl in what, 2016, Terrell? 17? Mm-hmm. One, yeah. Y'all got back before we did, that's for sure. 
and got rid of the quarterback that got you there. So I know it's a good feeling. So this shout is, out to y'all. This is what I'll say, Eagles. Y'all have I don't people want to call me a hater. Cool, I'll take it because hey, I have said hey, hey, for hater. I have said for this whole season the Eagles have not really played nobody that they shouldn't beat. Everybody they played is like okay, yeah, they have a better squad than them. They should go out there and beat them. The first real test, because think about it. Y'all get a first round by, cool. Look at the teams that you beat. They want to say, oh, they, they, they were 9-1 against teams with winning records. Bet. Those teams consist of the Lions, the Vikings, who we all end up learning that were frauds, the, uh, the Giants twice, the Commanders twice, beat the Cowboys without Dak. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're right. The first real test for the Eagles was this hot 49ers team. That also has a great O-line. That also has a great defense. The number one defense in the league. That also has offensive weapons. And that had a young quarterback with 115 pass rating that was putting shit together better than we have seen. You know what I'm saying? From, mm-hmm. from that team in, in the last weeks. Like, he was on like a run. He goes out there and gets hurt in the first quarter, and y'all blow them out. And y'all still want to run around and try to make it seem like well, they were the best defense in the league. These motherfuckers was going three and out every time. That defense was gassed. And so, to me, now y'all first real test is going to be the Chiefs. And honestly, I am in a lose-lose situation because I have an Eagles off fraud agenda, right? Which, whatever. But the Broncos fan in me cannot stand to watch the Chiefs win. But I don't want the Eagles fans to get a Super Bowl either. But I would rather be wrong on my Eagles agenda because we all know the truth, depending on how this game go. But I just don't want the Chiefs to be able to have the same amount of trophies as us. I don't. And so, Super Bowl, we got Chiefs, Eagles. I Honestly, I'm not going to make a pick until next week because we'll see. But in other football news, my Broncos did hire um, Sean Payton. And I'm not going to be too long-winded. I'm just going to say that I am hoping for the best. I will not do this thing where... Oh, shit, yeah. Sean Payton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do the thing where I get super excited. I'm not going to lie. As soon as I seen that, I said, we're going to the motherfucking Super Bowl, as I always do. But I had to come to my senses and be like, all right, I'm not doing this again. Sean Payton's a great coach, but the majority of your career was with the Hall of Famer Drew Brees. So, we haven't seen enough of you without Drew Brees to say that you're going to be able to take Russ and win. Because people said, oh, he did it with Jameis and Taysom. Let me tell you, what we saw last year from Russ, I would have rather had Jameis. Because Jameis will see that middle of that field. A lot of Sean Payton's offenses is in the middle of the field. The Saints fans were talking about enjoy the quick slants. We said, Russ don't throw quick slants. This motherfucker can't see. So I don't. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. Not even gonna bleed it. I'm hoping for the best. I'm just not gonna get too excited. Mike McCarthy 2.0. We could get Mike McCarthy 2.0. Guy who was with a great quarterback for a long time. Is a great offensive mind. And then when he left, we'll see. We still gotta get hire OC. We gotta hire OC too in Washington. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about how a- a- Arian Foster said that the NFL was fake? Those tweets nah, are know. still like 
put in my stomach in knots, dog. Nah, that joint is hilarious. That shit is the funniest shit ever, dog. That was like hilarious. The script reading. Basically, Arian Foster, if you don't know, Arian Foster came out and said that the NFL was basically scripted. And they gave him a script. And they gave him a at script the beginning of the year. at the beginning of the year. He's responding to people's tweets with laughing faces. So we were like, are you trolling or are you dead ass? Nah, yeah. And see, I'm like, maybe he's trolling. I don't know. To me, I would need other players to come out and say that that really happened. What day? And maybe they would. And the league goes down, you know? I'm not going to get into my conspiracy theories back. And somebody said, I need you with all your conspiracies on the pod for this one. For this one. But let me just tell y'all, in the defense of the Bengals, some of that shit with the refs, and did you not see what happened with the ref who ref that Chiefs game? His son bet, his son bet such and such, I don't know how much. Hold up. The his ref, son, the you know the black dude that wears the glasses. Yeah. The, his son placed a large wager on the Chiefs winning. He said, I did not know that my son placed this bet until after the game. Oh, hell no. Your, your son shouldn't even be able to place That's that. what I'm saying. So yep. I don't think there's a script, but these motherfuckers are human beings. The same way you have a fucked up thought and might say, I'm about to steal these. These motherfuckers do that at every level of life. I mean, so, you know what people are saying? <laughs> if you look up the definition of NFL, it's not a sports. They're not a sports. It says entertainment. That's a fact. That's not a coincidence. It's not. That's a real fact. I'm just saying, look, I'm not going to go down We see the games he play. If something happens to Arian Foster in the next whatever, then we know it was true. And I'm praying that that does not happen. But if for some reason now all of a sudden he's got a bad case of CTE that he didn't have before, Mm -hmm. then we'll know. They went and shot that nigga up with something. What's up, Arian? (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) Got him. I think I'm going to watch uh, Knock at the Cabin. That comes out Friday. You know what? That's what we're going to go see. Knock at the Cabin? Yeah. Knock at the Cabin, Cabin. Now, did you want to talk about anything NBA? I thought LeBron. Do- hey, we never talked about that. Bro, LeBron getting down on his knee, bro. The way he reacted to that foul, that no-call foul was hilarious. Terrence, bro. I watched that joint live. Damn, for real? Yes. Shout out to you, man. I, I watched that joint live. live. Celtics fans, y'all lost that game. Y'all lost that game. Bro, when you looked at the replay, it made what Bron did a little bit less dramatic. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, but it was dramatic as fuck. But that was a clean foul. I love how play. he went down to the knee and put the fist <laughs> on the forehead like he was really upset. No, he was hurt. I think if you would have asked him about that, he would say, I was just trying to get the, the call. Fuck it. I wasn't, I wasn't really. I think Bron take it did. Nah, yeah. He definitely was mad as shit. And honestly, they won. You see what Jalen Brown said at the game? I mean, you know, I didn't really see what happened. <laughs> of course. All of them was acting like, oh, you know what's that? I mean, Jason Tatum. Was a basketball player. Tatum was like, the last two minutes was a blur to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, and I know y'all don't give a fuck, but guess what? For those who do, shout out to you. And I, you know what so I'm also going to say? This, you know what? I wish I could take, the, take that back, what I just said. WNBA made a whole lot of off-season moves this weekend. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, Candace Parker is going to the Las Vegas Aces. My na- uh, I'm sorry, my Mystics just lost Alicia Clark to the Aces. She probably about to go get that fucking ring. Shout out to her. Uh, mm-hmm. But you see Tina Charles and you got Brianna Stewart going to join in uh, Ionescu. 
in with the New York Liberty. There are so many dope moves being made. I feel like this free agency is dope. Brittany Griner getting ready to come back and ball with Phoenix again after being in Russia. I'm so looking forward to this WNBA season. For the people who, who comment, like I, I commented insane about that in WNBA posts. And you got a lot of people like, like who, who? Y'all need to understand that that's kind of disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I haven't said anything. But it's like if you don't fuck with it, you don't have to. But I don't like the disrespect towards that because do you not know who they are? You might not. But like... Low-key, I don't come under y'all posts when y'all talk about anime and shit. Or when y'all talk about whatever nerdy bullshit y'all talk about and say, huh? What? Who? Everybody got their own thing. So just know what you look like when you go under somebody else's post because you're trying to be funny. Think about what they would think when they, Nick, when you're looking at your fuckboy-ass Pokemon cards and shit. Because you niggas like weird shit, right? You niggas that walk around with the Naruto headbands on and shit. What if a nigga said, what the fuck are you wearing a weird shit for? Why you got a fucking metal band? Why you got a metal uh, fucking belt buckle on your fucking head? Walking around like a dumbass. What if I said Why that? you come for the anime crowd? I'm just saying, you see the smoke, right? You feel that, right? So that's how I feel when I see people say shit about... Sorry, anime folks, but I mean, come on. Y'all can back me. <laughs> you know? I don't like that, bro. I really don't like that. Like, oh, you don't like how people come for your WNBA? No, nah, I don't like that. Because this dude was like, this nigga's acting like he really watched the WNBA. Nigga, I do watch the WNBA since we got ours. Fuck you talking about? We just, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we got a trophy here. I know you don't give a fuck, but like, just because you don't give a fuck, you don't need to spread that. You don't give a fuck. Like, this nigga came in. All y'all anime niggas here. I don't talk about anime. You niggas, niggas walking around looking deep. very funny, but I ain't going to say nothing to you. I'm not going to come up to y'all and say, why you dressed up in cosplay looking like a fucking Terrence? All right. You I know? get it. Look, he's scared. I'm not scared of none of you niggas. I don't watch that bullshit. Don't be. Dude, I get it to when they talking at WNBA. Have out back. Fuck you talking about. I'll be talking about y'all too sometimes. Because he tries to. I get it. I get it. I get it. Bitch nah, ass. you going a little crazy. I'm going crazy? You're but what going they a doing crazy. in the WNBA ain't crazy? You going a little crazy. Anime is cool. Some of the best stories you'll find in anime. <laughs> I can't believe you just went crazy on anime people like that. I ain't go crazy. I just tried to use him as an example. About no, yeah. going crazy. <laughs> I don't like his ass anymore. Look, I'm out of here. Where's the headphones? I'm out of here. You hear the headphones? Come on. Because <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's talking about anime. But yeah, man, episode 137, we locked in season four. Shout out to everybody who subscribed to the channel. Shout out to the Realist Nine on Patreon. We got videos dropping this week. If you're listening to this podcast on Friday, we're going to try to have a video drop on Friday. I'm working sure. on that. Uh, I know some of y'all wanted to do the Yachty album. We're not doing the Yachty album. I, I already listened I, to it. I know how some of y'all feel. They say, yo, y'all should do that Yachty album. I listened to it. To me, it's not a it, the, the reaction... It wouldn't be a good watch for y'all. It's a good album. It's a cool album. It's a great attempt. And I know y'all probably wonder what we thought about it, but it's great just not, album. It's just not a good yeah. watch. We was then we I think we did we listened to a little bit of it while we was up there, and it's like all right, would well, this listen? How would this be? How would this be watched? So we got some fun stuff coming. Anyway, shout out to the realest nine on Patreon that's locked in with us, man. And shout out to everybody that's been following. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us on the socials. We out there. Season four. Nah, for sure. Make sure y'all subscribe to that new channel. Oh, we, hopefully you've seen it there. Hopefully Spotify don't take all of our shit down. Right. <laughs> Next time.